Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for downloading Sporgy for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate Sporgy five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Sporgy by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Sporgy on Twitter at Sporgy Podcast and on Instagram at Sporgy underscore podcast. Please follow Sporgy on Facebook to like and share Sporgy. You can also email the show. The address is Sporgy at ChristopherMedia.net. If you would like to donate to Sporgy, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgy. If you are looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Sporgy. We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. TheBroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own bro basket or choose from a variety of different bro baskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke gift set, or the Junior Executive gift basket. Boozeless, but still cool, bro baskets are also available. TheBroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine, and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the BroBasket.com banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Men used to be hard to shop for. TheBroBasket.com Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Show number 69. Chris. Rich. I'm the Iceman. And, uh, yeah. Uh, 69. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. So, you know, hey, we'll use escapism as a, as a theme. If you're listening to us, you're, you're listening to listen to something else. So, that's, uh, yeah, we're a sports podcast. So, I will say about that. You know what we're talking about this week. All right. But number 69. Nine. Who do we got, guys? Uh, my one and only is Jared Allen. Rodeo, Jared Allen. Pretty much what I had. Yeah. Uh, the Lions this year have a number 69, but he's good. He's on the defense. We'll see how he pans out. I'll mention him next year if he pans out. Our somewhat legitimate-looking defense here in the Detroit area? That's for later. But yeah, we'll get to that later. So, uh, real quick, uh, we wanted to start the show. Uh, uh, I believe, Iceman, there's a death in NASCAR that you say is huge. Rich and I have no idea. So just I have I have heard of the guy. So, I, I mean. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, as soon as I start talking about this guy, you guys are going to know who he is. Uh, for any of the listeners that follow the track, uh, they already know, uh, you know, Robert Yates. He's a car owner. Uh, everybody loved him. Um, he died of cancer. Touched my heart. Touched my feels, if you will. Uh, he had uh, what three five hundred cars, I think. 
And what I mean by that, guys, is he's won the Daytona 500 uh, with three different cars as the owner of three different cars. But um, he had he had drivers. He, well, the first driver um, to jump to Yates' team was uh, Davey Allison. I don't know if you guys know who Davey Allison is. He drove the Texaco car back in the day. But he got he got killed in a plane crash with Alan Kowicki right behind him, who also went down and got killed in a plane crash. Uh, people like Dale Jarrett, Ricky Rudd, Ernie Irvin, Eric Sadler, you know, people like that. That's who was on this team. Um, Chris, if I said Roush Yates, would that ring any bells for you? For the name Roush. Okay, there you go. That's the name of his team. Uh, a hell of a guy, hell of an owner, took care of his drivers, knew everything there is to know about racing, and, and used it every day. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, a, it's a sad moment on the track. The Oval is there because of him. Uh, many people got their start because of him. Many people learned a lot from him. And uh, it, it's, a, it's, it's, one of the, it's one of the greats. All right? It's, it's uh, up there past uh, Dale Earnhardt as to be a great. So we'll miss him. And, and definitely uh, thank you guys for letting me take this moment to, to uh, give him his due, if you will. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, you know, I know when I'm outclassed and in this subject, you win. Let's shake the floor, and I guess we'll shift gears. We, we start off on, well, it's, it's just been that kind of week, starting off on a, on, a, on a solemn note. But we'll just shift it. Well, it, it's, it's a solemn note if you're a fan of baseball because the season's over. Uh, your team may not be in. Um, if you are like uh, the three of us, you had Detroit and Kansas City to rely on. Well, it's it for you. See you in, uh, see you in spring training. Uh, but uh, the baseball season is over. The playoffs are... Mostly set is one is game one sixty three happening right now. Is that what's going on? Yeah, the American yeah, League yeah. wild card playoff game. And that's yeah, going on right now. Yankees playing the Twins. Partial score seven four. After that, is the time we're recording. Uh, so yeah, but the yeah. funny thing is how that game started though. It was sick. They pulled the Indians were pitching first, and they had to pull their starting pitcher because it got three to nothing in a hurry. And then the, <laughs> they came right back and tied it at the bottom of the first. You guys, you guys aren't watching. Severino gave up what two homers in the first to the Indians. I mean, yeah, Twins or the Yankees. Indians are playing. Twins. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um. Got my American League Central teams mixed up. So the, the Twins, yeah. And then uh, Yankees came back in the bottom of the first. And then, yeah, Yankees, have, it's how come I wasn't sweating. First of all, I ain't sweating the Yankees. I don't give a fuck. Rooting for the Yankees, is, as Doug Stanhope says, is like going to Vegas and rooting for the house. All right? The Yankees are supposed to win. That's what the fuck they do. They buy their championships. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the gist of the of the mindset that minnesota get the fuck out of here i don't like it but i but then again i don't give a fuck about any other team in the central besides tigers they can all go fuck themselves so right so i don't really care who wins doesn't matter to me but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't you know 
thinking it was over for the Yankees in that first inning. If there's any team that can come back from giving up three in the top of the first, it's the Yankees. So, yeah, uh, the game's going on as we're talking. Uh, I'm sure Earl, king of the 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 partial, partial score update that will be useless when you listen to this, will keep us filled in on the score. So, in case you fall into a coma tonight... <laughs> Wake up somehow Thursday, and the first thing you do is pop on this this podcast. You'll know how the game unfolded. And you've lived in the bubble, so yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. But the, the other wild card is Colorado and Arizona, and well, thanks for playing Colorado. I mean, that's that's how I think it's going to go down. But Arizona made some moves, and they seem to pan out. I mean, one of them was taking J.D. Martinez from the Tigers. But, you know, good for them. Yeah. And, and what, Thursday is Red Sox-Astros. Whoever wins the Yankees-Minnesota game versus Cleveland. <clears throat> and then Friday, uh, you, have, you actually have uh, all four series going. Uh, Cubs and Nationals game one, and whoever wins the National League wild card against the Dodgers game one. Is, is anybody thinking like me? It's going to be the Indian and Dodgers. No, <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. the Astros and the Dodgers. Uh, we'll see. Maybe we should add that to picks at the end of the show. Uh, picks are football. Just saying. Look, man, we do we do a uh, what is it? March Madness bracket. We pick football, and we did an NHL playoff oh, bracket. You're, yeah, yeah, you're right. An- I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, Jesus Christ, just say who the fuck you think's gonna win. It's not like there's fucking sixteen teams playing, dude. Okay, well, I called it. Cleveland Dodgers. Just another thing for Earl to call. That's all it is. Oh, fucker, I am the ice man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Y'all, no, I'm, y- no, y'all, hold on. Y'all are going to get it this week because what week is this? Four? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And if Iceman was here in the week four, we'd see how good your bracket and your winning percentage is. Who's on top, y'all? I'm just saying. All right, then. Well, I'm, I'm glad that. You dropped below 700. Glad that one. <laughs> You realize it's week five of football, <laughs> but you and Doc Brown must have went for a trip in the DeLorean sometime earlier today. And two, well, I still got what do you got? <laughs> and two, yeah, no man, you fucking you've called it. It's just once again, just like most of our group of friends, it's too bad you never put this to any use, or else you'd be a millionaire right now, not talking to us. Uh, get mine broke ass alone and watch me sail. I'll buy both of us mansions on a hill. I'm going to <laughs> Vegas. You know, give me some loot. I'll, I'll, I'll just sports book up for you. Yeah. Not so much messing with that place right now. Huh. Hey, the casino's still open. Yeah, I don't know, man. As far as uh, World Series, I mean, I, what, who I want and who I think is going to be there are two different things. I want to see an Astros Nationals. World Series. I've been saying that since way early in the season. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Oh, give me some of that. I, but I, you know, I don't know, man. I got, I, I got a gut feeling that Dodgers, they, they cooled off right before the playoffs started. Worst thing they could have done. So I, coming out of the the National League, I, I can't give it to either wild card team. So I, yeah, I guess by default I'm going with the Nationals, and just American League. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna regret it, but I, I, I just I don't know Cleveland. That's that's what I think is gonna be in the World Series representing the American League. So Cleveland versus Nationals, huh? Uh, the World Series that no one gives a shit about the most since 2005 when it was the White Sox and the Astros. Yeah. Don't have sports programmers throwing themselves off, you know, 50-story windows. Yeah, you think it's, I think it was, was it Black Monday all over again? <laughs> yeah. In the 80s? See, I, I, I think uh, Houston made the right moves the right move. to keep them in the right spot. I think... Uh, L.A. going cold right before the playoffs uh, is exactly the, is a recipe for success. I mean, they were already they already had it mathematically won. I think uh, whenever you have a whenever you cool down, you heat back up. And yeah, they cool down right before the playoffs, which is bad. But it's it's an opportune time to heat back up. I think you're going to see the Astros and the Dodgers. Okay. So yeah, uh, I mean. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to maintain this. I'm not a big fan of this one-game playoff. Case in point, tonight's game is going on right now. You know, Yankees throw their starter out there. He gets bounced out. First inning, gives up three runs. They put the, a middle relief guy in there who's, I think they said he's not pitched over 50 or 48 pitches in, in any appearance in the regular season. And he was at the top of the third. He was already over forty pitches. I mean, it just to me, it 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 gives it give no matter if you win that game or not. If you're playing like that's the like that is Game Seven of the World Series. You're going to handcuff yourself with who you can use in Game One of the next series that starts just a few days later. I mean, to me, an all or nothing game. That should not be at the start of the playoffs. That just gives the team who wins that big of a disadvantage. And really, it's just an excuse for a ratings and money grab. They saw what happened in 2009 between the Twins and the Tigers, and they said, oh, well, can we monetize this somehow? Can we make this happen through artificial means every season? And sure as shit, now it does. So I, I mean, if it happens organically, cool. But if you're if you if you rearrange the playoff format so you have this matchup, uh, it just seems forced. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's more like they look at the wild card and somebody was just like, hey, they weren't good enough to get into the top tier. They're just lucky enough to scrape by. One game, that's all you get. Show us what you got. Best team wins. I'm really just kind of indifferent to it, but a part of me says if you if you want to add another team, just add another team. Uh, why oh, why just do this this all or nothing thing? You know, whatever NBA used to do it, just do be, do a best of five series. I don't fucking know. Do what you gotta do. But it's it's I've just been just rather kind of where Rich is. If it happens naturally, it's more exciting. If you force it, yep. 
Eh, meh, I believe is what the kids say. Well, actually, it's funny that you said that because that's that's kind of what's going on, you know, with the world today. Give give everybody his trophy, you know. Thanks for playing. They didn't make it into the playoffs, but here's your trophy. You get one shot. I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't like the fact that you have to. You, you can run out all your best pitchers for that game, win, and then you you fucked yourself going into best of five series for the uh, uh, divisional series. It, to me, it just defeats the purpose. I mean, you, you you said it yourself. They weren't good enough to make it in one of the, is one of the top three teams. So why are you going to beat up on the bottom team? That's that's the worst case of punching down I've seen in in baseball in, in quite a while. I mean, you really don't want to handcuff any team going in the playoffs. And in, in, in theory, am I correct? Because that's what so sports is all about these days. Parity. They want parity through the league. They want football games in the NFL decided by a field goal at 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 bet you know the dream is three points decides the game, but they'll settle for a touchdown decides the game. They don't want blowout games. And so they try to force through salary cap restrictions, et cetera, et cetera, parity on the league. I mean, I, I don't know. I just to me, you can you can dip your fingers way too much in the alchemy of how the the season turns out, and at that point, what are you doing? You're not watching an organic product; you're watching a created product. Uh, huh? yeah. I got to make a confession, though. Uh, baseball and me haven't been friends in many moons. Uh, it just there's nothing really exciting about it to me and then well until this year i gotta tell you that until this year and now that i'm watching it it has changed so much that i'm like meh i I can't even i I can't even watch it anymore everybody and their brother is hitting home run records now because i'm i'm not as bad as you guys in nascar but i'm kind of like Man, like maybe riches with basketball. Did I hear it right that they changed the weight of the ball? I, I guess I don't know how factual this is, but there's been speculation that they've wrapped the ball tighter to give it more pop off of people's bats. Um, and that's the explanation for the home runs. Who the fuck knows at this point, man? I mean, if, if any sport has proven that the players are ahead of the curve as far as PEDs and testing, it's baseball. Because this, this has been a problem. You know, PEDs have been a problem for baseball for, what, 20 years now? I mean, steady problem. Some seasons it, it, it takes a, you know, a back burner to other stories, but always comes out, always comes out that somebody who even the most casual baseball fan will recognize their name was fucking around with PEDs. Problem is, they don't catch them red-handed. You know, case in point, Alex Rodriguez. But, I, I don't know, man. Uh, baseball, to me, is its best. Uh, it, it's the most exciting and it's its best in the playoffs. And I will say this. I think Fox does an excellent job of their 
playoff baseball presentation. It's not just the regular season games where it's just all wide angles. You know, you may, you may get like a, a three-quarter shot of the batter, you know, taking a couple practice swings or the pitcher, you know, walking back and forth on the mound before he gets set to throw the first pitch. They actually, you know, during the playoffs, they spend a little bit of money. They zoom in on the guys. You know, you can you can literally see the intensity on their fucking faces because the camera's zoomed in that far. Whereas regular season, is just not there. I don't know if they do that on purpose to try to give the, the postseason like a, a special feel. But to me, that would... Baseball's all... I, I've had to try to explain this to people. Baseball's mind games, man. Did a lot of this explaining to people before 2006 here in Detroit. They were like, why the fuck would I want to watch baseball? It's boring. Like, do you understand the mind games that goes on between a batter and a hitter? Or a batter and a pitcher? You understand everything that's going on on the field? You're just looking at this pitcher waiting to get a... Uh, uh, shit. Waiting to get a sign and throw it in. You don't realize that the other team, you know, they got to change their, their signs up when the other team has a player on second. The pitcher can tip his pitches. The other team can steal signs, pass the information on through nonverbal cues. There's a lot going on on that field at any moment. That if you don't, if you didn't play baseball and you don't understand baseball, then you just don't get it. And that's on you if that's the case. Yeah, that, and that's what, you know, what uh, Chris showed us in the chat. It's got to be that because when I was growing up watching baseball, you know, a couple of people would maybe, maybe get to 40 home runs. And now I'm, I'm led to believe today that either everybody knows how to play better or something's changed. And everybody's learned how to hit in three years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's very easy to talk about PEDs when people hit this many home runs, but I highly doubt every one of these freaking players are on PEDs. And if they are, there's an issue with the testing in the MLB. I mean, obviously, Stanton at the leader at the end of the regular season was at 59, Aaron Judge right behind at 52. But, I mean, it, when, when the PEDs talk and everything with Mark McGuire was there, it was McGuire, Sosa, Bonds. That's it. Everybody else was below him. They were at 60. Nobody was close. But... Judges at 52 behind 59 with Stanton, and then you go down. Martinez, 45. I mean, it's mind-boggling. It's like everybody is right there. Like, they go to number eight, and there's five people with 38 home runs. Mike Moustakis from the, you know, from the Royals. And I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. Bryce Harper's on this list. I'm like, he's number 42 with 29 home runs. I'm like, everybody on this list would have to have PEDs. What the fuck is going on? This is a whole what the fucking thing for me. And then I did some research and I was listening to people talk and they changed the ball. And Chris, you just showed us that they did it, in fact, change the ball. That would explain everybody in the top 50 of home run hitters having 28 or more home runs this season. Now, I put this question to you, my co-host. Do you guys feel cheated or is it better? As far as the amount of home runs and the yeah, fact that and the fact yeah. that the, yes they did do something to the ball to to get scoring up Seems or like they're cooking the books. Well, I mean, could you say you could say that about the the original dead ball era versus the live ball era? I mean, what was it? I think it was like eleven home runs led the league in the dead ball era. You know, the the 
the Ty Cobb, you know, in his prime era. And then, boom, Babe Ruth, just smashing the fuck out of the ball. Yeah, you know, he was a great hitter, and he was a power hitter, obviously. But that wasn't all due to him. They changed the ball. You know, after 68, they lowered the mound to give the pitcher less of an advantage. I mean, it's always a game of tweaking shit. I mean, they've... And then, just through, I guess, progressions in training and in strength and economy of, of pitching motion, pitchers have been throwing harder and harder the last, what, decade? I mean, I... It used to be if you saw a pitcher hit 99, that was something special. Now it's like, you know, pitchers hit 100. There's a, there's always at least one every one guy every season who is like, you know, oh my god, this guy threw, he's throwing 100, 102. Zumaya. I mean, yeah, it kind of it. I would say he was at the tip of the spear, the resurgence of of that type of, you know, power pitching. But then they also made it a bigger strike zone. I mean, the, they're always tweaking the game, and I understand that. It's just the natural part of the game. But I, to me, baseball—to me, baseball is like it's—it's it's like someone who's protesting everything. Like what? What are you? What are you protesting? Everything. Oh, really? That must be exhausting. How much shit do you ever accomplish because you can't focus on any one thing? You know, they want to make the games shorter, but then the games are the longest they've ever been in the history of of baseball this season. You know, they, they, they want higher scoring, yet they were making rules in favor of the pitchers. Well, that's not going to help with higher scoring. I mean, it seems like it's, it's just for every step they try to take forward, they, they, they kick themselves in the shin and then take three steps back. I mean... Ultimately, as long as the game pretty much stays and looks the same, I don't think you're going to get a lot of people that are going to complain. I think hardcore baseball fans know if they go to the, the park, they're going to spend three hours in the park. That's not a problem for them. And really, oh, I, I want, a lot of college football games go three hours. How come we don't hear people bitching about that? Is it just because it's a once-a-week you know, game and it's not, it's not an everyday game like baseball? Yeah, Rich. But what I'm asking is, do you feel cheated because of all the home runs now? They've, they've made it so everybody can hit a home run. And I don't know if, by changing the ball, if these 100-mile-an-hour pitchers have an advantage when they throw now because of the change. So now you're, you're a hardcore fan. You're going to spend the time in the, in the stadium, and you don't care about the time. You want to watch the game. But are you really watching the game you've grown up with, or are, are you watching this bullshit that they've presented to you now because they've changed and, and made it easier? I mean, and honestly, it would be like filling the fucking football up with fucking helium so that you could throw 60, 70 yards every time, and no problem. <laughs> I think you just gave Roger Goodell his new, uh, his yeah. new idea. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> thousand passing yards in a game. Exactly, yeah. I mean, is it? I let's be honest. That's that's really really where the NFL wants to take it. I mean, wh- whatever we can, we can we can talk about that later. I don't know. I don't feel cheated. Cracked a smile on that one. <laughs> I don't feel cheated. I, I, I guess, and I wouldn't feel cheated if I was alive and one season was the last season of the dead ball era, and then the live ball era started next season. As long as it was explained to me and it was out in the open. 
if they if they tweaked the game behind the scenes and they fucking were denying that they did it, like if they fucked with the ball and they denied they were doing that, then I'd be like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Just come out and say this shit. It's like it's it's like when I run into someone and they're like, you know, I, like, oh, oh, dude, I'm, I uh, I don't know how to tell you this, I'm gay. What's with all the preamble, bro? It's 2017. You'd think if you watch TV that being straight was the fucking minority. Yeah. yeah I'll tell you this, man. I like pussy. I mean, yeah, it just seems like <laughs> seems like seems like everybody's just slinging dick into people's fucking starfish just left and right nowadays. I mean, what do you, you know, oh, man, I, I you know, I got to tell you something, blah, 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 blah. Cut out all the drama. Just come out and admit it. And if they and if if baseball does that, I can't I I can't say I feel cheated. I might not agree with the moves they make. I don't agree with putting a fucking runner on second base in extra innings. It's fucking retarded. I've never once been in a ballpark and when the extra innings started, and I've only left one game that went into extra innings, and that was because the person I was with was literally getting sick, and I was like, all right, well let's go. But I've always looked at it as psh, extra baseball. All right, sweet. Yeah, I mean it's like it's if you go to, if you go to a fucking if you go to Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals and it goes to overtime and you start crying and bitching about it, you crazy? Overtime hockey is the most exciting shit fucking ever. I, even non hockey fans, I've I've converted to at least playoff hockey fans by having them watch a game that goes into double triple overtime. Every time someone skates near a fucking goalie with the puck, everybody fucking you can just you can. Audibly hear assholes clench and people lean forward on their seat. <laughs> That's what we watch sports for, right? Entertainment, ultimately. Well, it's I mean, it would be it would be kind of like going to a football game and somebody letting the air out of the ball because it was too hard for them to hold. I mean, that wouldn't happen, but I mean, it could. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, as long as as long as any changes are above the board. They're upfront about about it. I, I really don't have any problem. I mean, baseball is just not going to appeal to certain people. It took me a long time, a long time, to get into pro football because of the play clock. It's it's longer than college football. You get the two minute warning every fucking chance they can. They're stuffing commercials in there. I mean, and now, you know, I mean, this was 30 years ago. I felt this way. Now college football is just as bad. I mean, they took their cue from the NFL. But, I mean, if you're a baseball fan, yeah, you understand how the game works. If you're not, if you're like, the game is boring, it's not exciting, I don't want to watch it. It's like people who hate soccer. It don't matter what you do, you're not going to get people to watch that game. I'm that guy, by the way. Because I don't understand running for 90 minutes after a little fucking round ball. Like, I don't get it. And somebody doesn't touch me and I fall on the ground and act like a bitch, I'm good. I'm all right. Well, I think baseball is one of those unusual sports like soccer where... For the people that don't understand why all these white guys stand around chasing this white ball around. Well, especially with the rise of the ultra-realistic video games, I think baseball and soccer are those rare sports that... People like to play, but they don't like to watch. Because I know people that will sit and, and buy a baseball video game and play a 162-game season. 
I know people. I know plenty of people who will buy FIFA and play the fuck out of it, and will never ever watch a soccer match, ever. So that's got to tell you something. You know, some some spectator sports just don't lend themselves to certain type of people and their personalities. I get it. Baseball can be slow. That's and that's why when I hear stories about fans getting drilled with balls or bats flying into the stands, there needs to be some fucking parents who teach their kids, hey. Yeah, it's baseball. When the ball's not when the ball is not in play, you can fucking talk and, and check your phone and shit. But the minute that pitcher fucking digs in, steps in and make a pitch, start paying attention because anything could fucking happen. Especially if you're sitting down the first or third baseline. Absolutely. I saw someone get hit with a bat like three rows in front of me one time. It was crazy. Security swarms on him. Some you know, guy took a bat to the face. I was drunk. I thought it was hilarious. He was all right, so I guess I could think it was hilarious. Well, I mean, I you know, I'm, and I'm not for like people getting fucked up, but you go to. I've never been to a baseball professional baseball game where there's not warnings posted all over the place. If you're sitting close enough to the field, well, that the, objects from objects objects from the game may enter the stands. Be you know, big old caution <laughs> signs all over the place. Wasn't it technically in the back of your ticket that most people don't read? That too. I'm laughing right now at its squirrel moment. It, the irony that you guys are talking about being hurt at the ball game. The Yankees catcher just caught one in the uh-uh, in the no-no. And the but that was my nut sack. In the cup? Yeah, there was no cup, dog. You clearly saw it in the sack. He's a catcher <laughs> and he's not wearing a cup? He's not wearing a cup. Oh, no, he isn't. Dumb. It, yes, he is, and he is hurting. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, dude, fuck out of here. That's just retarded. It's just the irony of you guys talking about it right now. And he's <laughs> he just, uh-uh, he's hurting. <laughs> Man, cover your nuggets, bro. Well, if you're, if you're talking about the fans, that they need to pay attention because it could come at you at any time. This is the fucking catcher, bro. Catch the ball. You got to mitt. It's your job. You get paid to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, it kind of goes with what we're talking about. You go to a ball game, you sit where foul balls, a bat that the batter loses grip on, whatever can come flying into the stands, and you spend the whole game with your nose buried in your phone, finger fucking it. I, I mean, if you're a little kid and you get drilled, I mean, I put a little bit of that on the parents and a lot of that on just that's just bad fucking luck. That's the day that you don't buy lottery tickets. You, your luck is not in on that day. Or maybe you do buy a lottery ticket. Because you've used up all your bad luck. Or that too, and just think of the odds that you just fucking... But if you're, a, if you're a grown-ass adult, and you're sitting there, and you're not paying attention, and you get drilled, that's your fault. If you're a catcher, and you're not wearing a cup, and you catch one in the fucking coin purse, that's your fucking fault. I, I mean, it, as a man, I have empathy for that, because I have been hit in the nuts. I know what it feels like. But you're a dumbass. You're a professional baseball player. And you're playing catcher. How many balls bounce up to the catcher? Yeah. How many break how many how many how many curveballs break way too fucking low and bounce in the dirt up into the catcher's body? What the fuck are you doing? You are a professional baseball player with access to professional sports equipment like a professional cup. No shit. I mean they don't call catcher's equipment the tools of ignorance for nothing so i mean yeah it 
hey, you get drilled, that's on you, man. You're an adult, you should have been paying attention. If you didn't if you don't want to pay attention and you want to just be that casual of a fan, why the fuck are you spending that much money to sit that close to the field? Go sit in the second or third third upper deck. Yeah. Go sit in the skyline. You can see the whole field from there. You get a nice uh, a panoramic shot on your camera. And you don't get hit in the balls. No. Most you might catch is a fucking contact buzz from all the potheads sitting up there because the ushers are too lazy to walk up to the top of the skyline and tell them to stop smoking. Yeah. So one sport ends, sort of. Another begins. We are, uh, well, by the time this posts, the hockey season will be one day old. So no, Richie probably, probably frothing, waiting for this, waiting for this week. It's your time. I mean, you wearing loose pants? <laughs> well, loose shorts, but yeah. I, I not as much as I have throughout other years of my life, but it's just because Red Wings suck and they're in a rebuilding process. This is this is how bad the Red Wings are expected to be this season. In the new NHL game, when you play franchise, wherever the franchise is in real life, that's where you start off. When you start off taking over the Red Wings, it says flat out they're in rebuilding mode. Damn. Your job is to sell so many concession stand products and keep the the the, the venue, like I think, at two-thirds of sellout for the season. I mean, so it's like, I'm not expecting anything great from the Red Wings. I have no reason to believe that there's going to be some sort of breakout season with a bunch of breakout stars that no one saw coming. So it's kind of the rest of the league that I'm, that I'm interested in. The problem is, is we go back to the very well-worn fucking subject on this, on this podcast, is that unless you want to go online and stream a fucking shitty version of a game it's kind of hard to watch those games if you're if your home team isn't doing shit you don't have, you have the money for the center race package yeah i'm sorry i'm not dropping like four or five hundred dollars for that. that that's really how much it costs they know i want to say that they know they're, I wanna they're, say, they're, they're wanna, clear fourth right they know nascar's coming up on them when i looked into it i think it was like 350 I think it was like 150 for half the season if like you waited till after the season was half over. So you'd, you know, save a little bit, I guess. Cuz I thought about doing it last year. But I was like, I'm not dropping that much money on that. There's one, there's no way I'm going to watch all them games to make it worth it. There's just not. It's not like it's not like <laughs> it's not like football. It's not like a 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and then a, a Sunday night game, a Monday night game, and a Thursday night game. I, I could see it now, Rich, out with everybody having beers. Oh, fuck, I got to go, y'all. Yeah. We just got started. We're hanging out. No, you don't understand. Game starting. I have to watch 23 game. hockey games. All yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got five hockey games all starting at 7.05. Yeah, there you go. Going to the Pentabox. Yeah. So... No, it's 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 going to be interesting. I mean, you got the the last. I mean, it's. 
I, I'm, I'm not shocked by the signing. I guess the, the, there was rumors that Jack Eichel from Buffalo was may go someplace else, but he ended up signing an eight-year extension for $80 million. So he's making $10 million a year. I think they... I think salary cap for how much they can pay per year is somewhere around fifteen million at this this point. So I mean, they didn't give him a max contract, but to me, I guess it shows for whatever reason players in the NHL aren't as quick to try to build super teams, uh, unlike other and jump ship as yeah as the as the NBA. And that's not I'm not it's not a good or bad thing in my opinion. It's just an observation I'm making. Well, I mean, it, well, it, is it financially possible in the in the salary cap era? I mean, because they, I, I, mean, I believe the last super team, uh, our home team, was the uh, benefit of it. I, I believe the salary cap was put in place to, uh, I mean, you know, love the two thousand and two cup, but I mean, I think the general consensus, is, at least in this podcast, is that we bought that cup. Yeah, I mean, it was them. It was. The avalanche. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was also to to ease the spending of teams that were spending tons and tons of money and not winning a fucking thing. You know, I, Toronto Maple Leafs looking directly at you. Oh, I mean, you know, they were spending money hand over fist and they weren't winning shit. I mean, they, had, they didn't even have a, a Cup Finals appearance to hang their hat on. You know, meanwhile. Carolina, Washington, Philly—you know—all these teams did. And one of your one of your flagship franchises, one of the biggest franchises in the league, can't sniff the finals, but spending money hand over fist, and they're trying to keep up with the American dollar because they're a Canadian team. There's a lot of politics to why the the salary cap was put in place, but I mean it. it that 2002 Red Wings team, 2001 Avalanche team. Though that did really, it was kind of like, okay, you guys are getting a little too fucking crazy with it now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like an old school when he's like earmuffs, yeah. and then he goes earmuffs, cunt, bitch, dick, yeah. blowjob. He's like, hey man, look, I said I'll cover his ears. You don't have to celebrate the fact, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't make a point not celebrating, Frank. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, that's, like, yeah. Mike Illich, take your bag with the dollar sign and put it away. That's what uh, Mike Illich did. When he was, you know, let's give Brett Hall a cup. Let's give Dominic Koshka. He was like Oprah Winfrey of NHL. You get a cup and you get a cup. Everybody gets a cup. <laughs> yeah, but you have to think. What what two teams did he own at the time? He owned the Tigers and he owned the Red Wings. And the Tigers, he had tried throwing money at free agents. He could not attract him. I mean, it wasn't until 2004 that he got pudged to come here. And that's when other free agents, not the huge big-name free agents, Derek Lowe didn't come here after the 2004 season. He went to, I think he went to the Dodgers, if I remember correctly. And Derek Lowe was a Michigan boy, you know, Metro Detroit native. He didn't come home and take a, home, and, and take a hometown discount. He, I don't even think he gave him really fucking more than just a cursory, just, okay, let me listen to your pitch. Thank you for your pitch. Have a nice day. I mean, he took guys like, you know, Maglio Ordonez, who was injured, who was a big question mark. You know, but I mean, he also threw money at Troy Percival, who 
two seasons before had been the closer for a World Series team. And Percival blew out his arm. I mean, so it he was trying to spend money, but he couldn't with the Tigers. So what's he going to do? Of course he's going to spend. He's got all the, he's got this money that he can't spend with the Tigers. Might as well dump it in the Red Wings and keep winning cups. As long as the rules say I can do it, why not do it? It's the Bill Belichick way of thinking. I'm not breaking the rules. I'm just flirting with, with bending them really far. It's walking right up to the line. Yep. I mean, if, if we've learned anything, anything with this, with this recent college football fiasco, or not uh, football, but uh, college basketball fiasco, all the college football fucking scandals, as much as it, it pains me to say this, if you're not cheating, you're really not trying. If you're not, if you're not bending the rules, if you're not flirting with outright breaking the rules, you're not trying. Hear that, Harbaugh? Well, I mean, remember all those satellite camps that the NCAA put a stop to after his first season? Because the fucking SEC was crying that why does he get to have these satellite camps in our backyard? Because he doesn't have a pipeline in your state for recruiting, you dipshits. Or your budget. (laughs) Exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's money changing hands. From boosters to, to Michigan football players. What that happened in Michigan? Same thing. I, same thing with any of the Power Five conferences. There's going to be money changing hands for the teams that are always wanting to be in the top twenty-five. That, to me, that's just a given. It's just until you get blatant with it. It's like speeding. If you do five over, you're pretty much safe unless you just catch an asshole cop on a bad day. But if you're doing 15 over, you're basically, you might as well wave a flag and say, pull me the fuck over. You know, little cheating is to be expected. Like, <laughs> Southern Methodists and, and, and uh, the U in the 80s. And, no, no, no. That was, that was going way over the top. USC in the 2000s, way over the top. Mm-hmm. Louisville this year to be continued. Yeah. TBD. When, when is Gone. Later. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Hope you hope you got everything done in your career you ever wanted to get done because your career is over, yeah. motherfucker. That is it. See you later. NBC you later. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, my question is, is is when is Alabama gonna get theirs? Yeah, you know Saban's gotta be sweating, shredding phone records. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you can't touch Alabama, bro. You ain't been able to touch Alabama in many moons. When that when they finally do come crashing down, that's gonna be like it's either gonna it's either gonna be like they got the headshot on them, they're like got them, got them dead to rights. There's no way they can weasel out of it. And then you just start seeing everyone from coaches to players start jumping ship like rats on a sinking ship. Like Pete Carroll. Yeah. Oh. Or they're gonna. Bust them just to bust them for some bullshit violation. Take some scholarships, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's just going to keep going on the way it always goes on. The OJM, what? they'll get them on technicality, right? You're going to serve 13 years because you sat in a room. Anyways, um, what really shocks me is that this came out of left field. This was like an RKO out of nowhere, if, it, if there ever was one. Because with all the big scandals that's happened in college football, it was always. It broke. The NCAA handled it. You know, things were, people were fired. Things were taken away, forfeited, whatnot. You know, USC, Notre Dame, uh, Notre, Ooh, you fancy now? Notre Dame. 
Dude, don't mess with my Notre Dame, man. I'm talking. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Penn State, it, just all the big scandals that have been happening here recently with college, it was kind of like it broke. People were like, oh, fuck. All right, we're going to make you vacate. We're going to kick you out. You're fucking fired. You're, you know, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, and I'm out. You know, but the fucking FBI came out and was like, this is what we got. Some people are going to be fired. Some schools are going to have to do what they got. And a lot of you motherfuckers are going to prison. <laughs> Some of you better. This is, it just shocked me. I was like, damn. <laughs> Some of you better start doing sphincter exercises. I, if you guys didn't watch any of the FBI press conference, you need to look that shit up. Because that guy don't play. It, he, he, he had like not a soft spot anywhere near him for college people. He don't care how good Patino was. He don't care about anything. This guy's like, I watch Pro Ball. Fuck y'all. Here's what's going it, down. It was it was more like he was the geek and they were the jocks and yeah, who's laughing now, motherfucker? Oh he's clank clank. He's like, yeah, shove me in the locker. Huh? Check this shit out. Check my locker out. This is the hurt locker. Go on. <laughs> well I <sighs> Isn't isn't that what I mean? You're supposed to do if you're the FBI, and you're, yeah, and you're and you're heading a criminal investigation. You're not supposed to be starstruck about. Oh my God, it's 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 Rick Pitino, it's Louisville. No, but you know? Rich, think, think of what I'm talking about, though. What, what why it shocked me? You got old men touching itty bitty boys in a shower. It broke. It happened. They dealt with it. You know. Sandusky did his thing. They vacated. Game over. The FBI, it comes out in this situation. is like It's almost like a foot has been put down. Like, all right, NCAA is not handling it the right way. You all motherfuckers are going to prison. Well, dude, I think you're very, very, very much fucking selling what, the, what, uh, what happened with, the, with Penn State short. There's still motherfuckers going to prison behind that shit. And that's been, what, five, four years? Yeah. I mean, literally this year, there's people going to prison over that shit still. I mean, it. That's <laughs> when you're rich and you're guilty, what you do is you buy your freedom by postponing the trial as long as you can. And that's what a lot of these guys have been doing. When you're rich so and you're gu- guilty, your ass starts to learn a different language, and the best word is non-extradition. <laughs> Well, I mean, there is that. Plenty of examples through the years, but I, I still, I mean, you know, Sandusky went down pretty fucking quick. His son just went to prison. He was he was involved in molestation on some level, which is all types of fucked up. I mean, what kind of sick-ass fucking Rob Zombie family is that to where, you know, Mer boy, daddy gonna show you how to molest these little kids. That's some fucked up shit right there. <laughs> Yeah, the the whiteboard for the, the play action is is a doll. That's fucked up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Touch him here, not here. Throw it here, not here. <laughs> what the fuck? But he's crying. Put it here then. <laughs> what the fuck? Ugh. I wonder if Sando's been raped yet. I don't know, man. I've heard different stories from different people. Supposedly that if you're a high enough profile person and you're in for a crime like that, they take you out of gen pop. But, I mean, then you got to think, what was Jeffrey Dahmer spent a total of, what, four years in prison before somebody beat him to fucking death? How much more high-profile and crazy of a crime do you need? 
Shoved a broomstick up his ass. I mean, yeah. I mean, the dude was eating motherfuckers. And then trying to zombify them and then fucking them. Not for nothing, mean, Rich. I mean, not it took him that to, long. Not enough, to eat their, not enough to eat their corpses. I got to try to fucking fuck it, too. I mean... <laughs> but, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I let you finish. A guy like that, I mean, he deserves to die. But do you want to get that close to make that happen? I sure the fuck don't. Uh-uh. Motherfucker, take a hunk out of you, <laughs> and come back for I'm seconds. <laughs> him, him, and Mike Tyson need to and meet. Your booty I'm hole. Just saying. <laughs> him and Tyson needed to meet. What I'm saying is, I like you and I want you. Now we can do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. We're not doing this anyway. Okay. See, now I see you chose the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! By the way, if if anyone listening, you've never seen that. There's look up MSNBC's uh, lockup. It's on YouTube and look up Booty Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you really want to, really want to laugh, look up the Boondocks from Cartoon Network's goof on the Booty Warrior. It's 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 definitely worth the look. Let's just leave it at that. Um, yeah, I don't know this, this, this shit with college basketball though. This is no bullshit, man. And I know it's no bullshit because there was the breaking news, the information dump from the feds. And then there hasn't been shit since. And that's how you know that they're fucking playing their cards close to the vest. They're playing for keeps. They turned on the light and the cockroach scattered enough. Enough came out to get Patino and the athletic director fired. And then that's it. Pretty much. I mean, dude, think about it. Look at, like, you know, look at court cases in our lifetime. Court cases where the prosecution was way too vocal about what they were doing and what their fucking, you know, plans were and the strategy in the courtroom was. A lot of those prosecutions failed. First one that comes to mind is the O.J. Simpson one, you know. And I we're mean, shredding this document. And what other document that she say she was subpoenaing? Oh, that one. That one's in the shredder. <laughs> I mean, they, that ju- the the judge who presided over his Vegas shit learned from Judge Ito's mistake and basically said, "Get the fucking cameras out of here. We got a sketch artist. That's as close as you're getting to pictures." And I mean, look, look what happened in that case. The the, the prosecution wasn't trying to get book deals and shit off of that case. They were just trying to to win that case, and they did. And it didn't last for four fucking years. Uh, that too. But I mean, you know, this is the feds. This is college basketball. I think the less you hear about it until it gets into a courtroom, the worse it is for college basketball. Right. And I don't want to celebrate FBI too much. I, I'm, I'm like at this point, well, you know what? It's about fucking time, man. You have college kids raping girls. You have fucking college coaches raping little kids. I mean... You know, fuck all the mistreatment with money and, and athletes. I mean, damn, do something. And then they came out and did this. I just, it's almost a precedent, And in, but for me, it's an about time. Now, hopefully, people learn their lesson. They won't. But hopefully, you know, it calms down some. No, it, just, it makes me wonder who's next. What are they, Goldberg, dude? It's the FBI. No, that's a, dude. One team. You know how many colleges there are. One team. One program. I mean, who who's next? Is it going to be a basketball program? Is it going to be a football program? I mean, well, there was like four or five in this. There's in this 
There's blood in the water now, man. Well, I'm just saying, in this particular one with Louisville, there's four or five colleges in, indicated in here. Is this going to be looked at the in, looked at as the incident that changed college sports forever? Well, I have to say this before we, the beginning. Just just to throw this out there, I'm not look. I'm not a real big fan of throwing people in prison over crimes that are nonviolent crimes. I mean, like if you clean someone, you know, out of their life savings, that's one thing. But I mean, money changing hand between boosters and players. I don't really think we need to fill up the federal prison with a bunch of fucking NCAA basketball boosters and, and former players. I mean, we already we already have a bunch of people in prison for nonviolent crimes as is. Rich, that's not fair. Prisoners need to eat. Stop it. <laughs> but at the same time, when you have the NCAA, which is, I mean, the, the joke is, you know, USC gets caught fucking up and they punish Cincinnati. I mean, that's, that's, there's a reason that that's a joke and it's a stereotypical joke for the, you know, for the NCAA. It's because it's been true so many times. You know, the major programs, yeah, they take a hit. Yeah, we're going to take your Heisman from you. You're going to vacate your wins. What the fuck ever. The the point is, is that they've already made the, the schools already made their money off of that shit. The players are no longer there. And, the, and as we've seen, the coaches have no problem leaving. None whatsoever. Take a two, three year vacation and boom, come back and get a fucking prestigious college football coaching job again. I'm looking at you, Uncle Urban. So, Ritz, do you think if SMU is OSU, that death penalty never happens? Definitely. Definitely. The, the, the one thing I took away from that at 30 for 30 that everybody said, even the boosters for the other teams in the Southwestern Conference, before they before they dissolved it, they all said the same thing. SMU was doing nothing different. They were just flaunting it, and they picked the wrong players. Players that were t- that would talk. I mean, to this day, Eric Dickerson won't fucking say a goddamn word about anything. As far as uh, uh, what he might or might not have got to go to SMU. All right, but you had other players who couldn't keep their mouth shut and were just running around telling anyone that would listen to them, you know, hey, I was getting this, I'm getting this, I'm getting this. And I think that that's, that's one, SMU was was doing very well out of nowhere, and they're not supposed to. I mean, it's I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you didn't get the death penalty. Well, it's because, who, who, well, it kind of ties in with what you just said, the question I asked you. It's because they're the you, right? Well, Notre Dame as well. Yeah, Notre, they Dame, are. Notre Dame is way too prestigious to get the death penalty. The U really wasn't shit until the late 70s when Howard Schnellenberger showed up. And, I mean, it was it was like, it, it seems like it was forever, but it was really from, like, what, 79, 78 was his first season there to the early 90s when the U was doing all that dirt. And, I mean, they weren't shit before that. Ten years in... in in the history of college football, is a drop in the bucket. I mean, Michigan's been fucking shaky as fuck to flat out garbage for you know the last ten years, and it it hasn't even put a dent in their all time fucking record. I mean, that's that's how long they've been playing. Who the fuck was the University of Miami? Nobody's. 
You know, so I, that's why I'm surprised they didn't get it. And also, I think that there was probably a lot of money that changed hands. A little bit. Yeah, but, but that's with with this though, Rich Louisville's pretty f- fucking well known. I mean, they're they're a Final Four threat every year before the season starts. Not anymore. Well, and that's what I was talking to you when this story broke with uh, Patino. He there's huge huge division in college basketball about the one and done. And Patino was the biggest guy who wanted to have it. You come to college for a year, you play for a year, you go to the pros. Now, to the to the untrained eye, if you will, like me and anybody else, he wanted that because he, he could turn them over. You know, he could use their talent, get them out. Use their talent, get them out. But now what it's coming down to, and I guess we'll wait for the court. You're innocent until proven guilty in my eyes. But... He was making a fuckload of money by doing the one and dones. Well, yeah, and it also like, gives. I'm sorry. Go ahead. People, people like Kentucky are are the exact same way. They are also a Final Four threat because of their coach. Uh, here in Kansas, KU big threat. So it's. I'm, I'm wondering how far this is going to go. I like what Chris said. Who next? Type of thing. You know what I mean. Because all of these one-and-done colleges that want just to turn out players every year, just bang, bang, bang. And and the way it's seeming to me with the way that the story broke is every time they left, they got money because they were, you know, influencing them to sign with so-and-so and doing so-and-so. So if every time they left, they got money, and it's every year, come on now. It's a lot of fucking dough, bro. I was joking about them. You know, get to non-extradition country, but they got money; they could buy the whole fucking country, man. Yeah, but also the one and done gives it a perfect, gives them a perfect chance to not leave a four to five year trail for someone to pick up on. Absolutely, yeah, and yeah. come after him. I mean, if you if okay, if you redshirt a player and he plays all five, in, in you know he's redshirted his freshman year. And he plays as a second year freshman, plays for the rest of his four years of eligibility. And he's a bought and sold for a player. There's five years of fucking paper trail you got to cover. One year of paper trail for these one and duns. And you're going to tell me, you're really going to tell me these guys are fucking buckling down and worried about that second semester of their of the one year they were forced to go to college? Fuck oh, no. no. They, they are training for the fucking NCAA tournament, and that's it. They don't give a fuck. I, I would really like to see accurate, non-juked stats of the one-and-dones uh, uh, attendance. College transcripts? Yeah, and, but I, I'm just saying, I, I want to see the ones that, that, that they haven't been, you know, the numbers haven't been massaged. I want to see if they even bothered showing up to half their fucking classes once they realize we're in the tournament, and once this tournament's over, I'm going to declare my fucking self-eligible for the draft. And then it's fucking over with. Once they talk to an agent, once they declare for the draft, once I mean, there's a long, there's a laundry list of shit that once you do, you can no longer ever play college basketball again. If you admit to doing it, that is. Because I think we all know there's players that have, you know, before the one and done rule, were trying to decide if they wanted to come out early or finish college, and they talked to the agents, but they just did it behind the scenes. Ballers. I mean, who did? That's what. I, these rules are stupid and arbitrary, in my opinion. Who the fuck isn't going to talk to an agent about their future? 
And why is that a bad? Why is it such a bad thing? Why is it a bad well, thing for players to be able to make a profit off of their own likeness? Well, We're, hang on, hang on a second. It's a very simple answer to that question. Why is it a bad thing? Because people who think it's a bad thing are for the college, Rich. Okay, just like they're going to turn a profit from their talent, quote unquote. So is the college. All right. So when you have a star blue chip player at your college, people are going to buy tickets. Okay. And the longer that person stays, the more tickets they're going to sell. And the more tuition he's going to get paid. So college is a business just like anything else, my friend. Boosters and everything else are going to donate to your college depending on how well your team does. I can argue there's a vested interest there if they're good and they can put butts in seats. So it's terrible for the one and done for the college because, holy shit, look at this kid go. Oh, my God, he's amazing. And he's gone. See ya. And he's gone. Fuck. So it, it's yeah, that's the simple answer. It is college is a huge business. Trust me, been there. <laughs> yeah, but also you have to remember, the NBA does have a developmental league and will put players in it. Whereas the NFL, there is no minor league. Minor league for the NFL is NCAA college football. Yeah, the NFL Europe for a hot minute. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say. The Canadian Football League, but I mean, you can't, you can't even, you can I don't think anybody can make the argument that the CFL is is that the best team in the CFL could handily whoop the ass of the best team in college football. <laughs> like hey, I don't care how hey, bad the team you are. In the, I don't care how bad. Yeah, okay. I don't care how bad you are of a team you are in the NFL. You would stomp the shit out of the best college football team that year. Take the worst team from the NHL or the NFL, have them play the best team from NCAA, and they will stomp them. That's all there is to it. That is the cream of the crop. You think the Browns would beat Alabama? Yes. I do because as fucked up as the Browns are, that's 53 of the best players chosen from over 120 college programs that have 100 players on their roster. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, it's like it's like uh, <laughs> Earl and I have a friend who was very convinced during the Joey Harrington era that if he saw Joey Harrington on the street, he could beat Joey Harrington's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I said. <laughs> You're fucking retarded. And he started arguing with me. He's like, I'm a landscaper. I'm out there doing physical shit all day, blah, blah, blah. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm like, he's a professional athlete. He is one of 32 players. Yeah, yeah. Well, including backup. He's, he's one of a, he's basically one of less than 100 people in the world good enough to play the position he plays. He has been working out every day of his life. Since they found out he could fucking toss a football far, that his cardio alone would wear your fucking hairy ass out. Yeah, his day starts at five in a gym every day for the last fifteen years. Where does yours start? Well, yeah, that's like when I saw Aaron Ward at a bar. I'm like, damn, he is big. It's mm-hmm. not just the skates. It's not just the skates. And and I asked him for an autograph and to talk to him about 
you know, who's the better goalie, Brodeur or Belfour? Man just looks at me. He had a shot glass. He looks at me and goes, I don't want to talk about work. Yes, sir. Okay. And I don't, you, you guys don't know me, but I'm pretty big. I'm 6'3", 350. And I was like, yes, sir. Don't talk about work. Sorry to bother you. Thanks for the talk. <laughs> <laughs> he just, Aaron Ward at the time was a mean motherfucker, y'all. I'm just saying. It's not something I want to do is have a bar fight with Aaron fucking Ward. I've had a lot more smarts. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and after reading a lot of uh, NHL players' autobiographies, for I think for, I don't, I, maybe it's because NHL players are more accessible, at least people think so, and they think they're a lot more, they can be a lot more familiar with them. But it seems like bar fights with civilians is not something that happens once in a great while. It seems like it kind of is like a rite of passage, and it kind of happens quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, from Which like... he has experience. Fuck that. Uh-uh. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. From like, from like, you know, from junior hockey on up, ever since he's been, you know, billeted with a with a hockey family and he's playing for some team in his teens, he's been getting into bars with a fake ID beating the shit out of townies. You know, I mean, it's just, it's like, yeah, I'm good on that, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, eh. Yeah, being, Rich, I, 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 my I told face the guy, pounded by a hockey player in a bar is not on my bucket list. Not I, at all. I told the guy with me, uh, I'll just call him Flower, and you'll know. Mm, I was yeah. like, if he starts yelling, hey, Bobby, come here. I'm done, dude. I'm running. <laughs> you, stay. you talk to the motherfuckers. Game over. I put you in charge. See you later, dude. <laughs> hey, Bobby, Joey, and D-Mac, I need to talk to you guys. Get over here for a second. Oh, shit. I'm oh, all fucking done. <laughs> later. No, but, yeah, that was, that was one of the moments that I just was like, I'm big, but I've got nothing on him. No, nope, I'm good. I'll be in the truck. You let me know. You That's what I was pick your folded ass up off the floor. I see. I feel my muscles. I can actually see his muscles. No, I'm. Just- <laughs> <laughs> my dad told me something when I was a kid. I was about eight, nine years old. He took me to Bike Week in Daytona Beach, and he goes, "Now, son, I'm gonna tell you something. You're gonna see some some wild and interesting looking characters. But I'm gonna tell you this right now: if you run your mouth and say something to them, and they come over to stomp the shit out of you." I'm going to let him do it and then go grab a putty knife and scrape you up off the blacktop. I'm going to let him teach you a lesson. I was like, oh. right. <laughs> Got it. You know, so, like, I learned at a young age, don't fuck with a dog that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, like I said, this mutual friend of ours, he thought he could kick Joey Harrington's ass. I tried to explain to him. His conditioning alone would wear you out. Do you understand what I'm saying? You would be set, you'd be gasping for breath, coughing up every Marlboro mile and bong hit for the last <laughs> 20 years of your life, and he'd just be sitting there not even fucking breathing heavy. All right. Spe- speaking of that, dude, he was here at my house just a few months ago. Joy 40 Harrington? years old talking. No, the hairy guy. <laughs> 40 years old talking about. And I beat anybody's ass I come across. Anybody's ass in this house. I, I went and grabbed my 40 and was like, yeah, I don't think so, son. And see, that's a bullshit. That's what shit is. I'm like, no, this is what 40 looks like, dog. <laughs> We're not 20. <laughs> you stand up to try something. I'm going to like, nah, dude, it's, I, I'm, 20, I'm 20 years too late for that. <laughs> well, I, you know, and, and this is 
kind of sports related because I've known a lot of jocks and former jocks, and I don't really understand the jocks that you know hit 40 and somehow still think they're in peak physical condition like they were when they were 16, 17. Hey, Uncle Rico. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get it. It's like, dude, no. When's the last time you lifted a weight? When's the last time you ran stairs? When's yeah, the last see, time? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, don't. Uh... Yeah, I'm not that guy. I could sit in the goal without the pads now, Rich. I'm good. I'll just sit there. <laughs> like job of, the fuck, job of the fucking hut and shit. I got it. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Oh. That's me. Bring me. More like- Bring me solo in the puck. Ho, 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 ho. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's, it's more like uh, Pizza the Hut at this point. Hello. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it is funny seeing the, uh, the old uh, jocks hanging on to, to you know, especially, especially once you start hitting like 40 and they're clinging to that, to that high school fucking, like they're... It's like their mind is static. It's like they've always been in high school. And it's like, no, dude, you are 22 years removed from it. Do you understand that, like... You are shorter than you were in high school because (laughs) gravity has pulled you down. Nature is pulling you down, (laughs) dude. You lose muscle and bone mass. (laughs) Your nuts haven't only dropped, so it's your sack. Don't sit on that. Okay. Stop it. Exactly. <laughs> when you when you sit on the toilet, you have to wipe your balls as well as your ass <laughs> when you get up. All right. <laughs> all right. Jesus. People what are going to try to take you out your knee and kick you in the nuts. Stop you, it. You are not. <laughs> your first name is not Tom, nor is your last name Brady. It's over. Well, I mean, speaking of fucking old men still out there, uh, Yager got signed to. Uh, uh, Calgary, 45 years old, one-year deal. I got to say this. In the last like week, there's been rumors flying around in the, in the, so, in the hockey circles that he was going to get signed. And uh, one article said, you know, is he really worth it? And, you know, you, it, it was an article that was posted on Facebook, and you clicked it, and it went to it kicked you over to their site. And at their site, it said, is Yager worth it at 45? And it just had a picture of him with his shirt off. What do you think? And I'm just like, homeboy's in better shape than I've ever been in. He has muscles at 45 where I didn't have flab at at 18. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's on that Chelios diet. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I put uh, Yamir Yager in the category of Morgan Freeman. Those motherfuckers don't age. They just stay the same age since I've known that they existed. Morgan Freeman's always been 70. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying, dude. They, they don't fucking age. You look at me, you're like, okay, you look like that when I was 10, motherfucker. I, this, is, this is the truth. Revenge of the Sith come out in 2005. Go look at Samuel L. Jackson in that movie, and go look at Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction, and tell me which one does he look older in. I know, right? I'm like, Pulp Fiction. I'm like, Pulp Fiction. Exactly. Like, there is something to it. Black, don't crack. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's well, just Yami the truth. I want my fucker is the exact same as I remember him when I was at my house watching him with you. 
Shit, he, he even still has that half-assed mullet. I mean, it's no it's no longer like the Kentucky waterfall he used to have, but I mean, it's like it's 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 he's got like a mullet-ish, like that like that uh, Patrick Swayze and Donnie Darko, just a little too long in the back, still holding on to it a little bit, you know. Hey, he wants to show you he's partying in the back, man. Even at forty-five. I mean, all I got to say is God bless him because fucking that's. Anytime the subject of best all-around hockey players come up, the one thing almost everybody I talk to does is they forget to factor in longevity. I mean, yeah, you know, they go, oh, Bobby Orr. Okay, but Bobby Orr didn't play for fucking decades. I mean, we're talking the best. If we're talking the best all-around, they have to excel at a lot of things. I mean, yeah, I him. You beat Joe Ch- Lewis's ass. <laughs> him, Chelios. I think you got to put Yager in it. it. The only thing that the only thing that Yager doesn't have that Howland Chelios has is is Yager was not the physical presence ever that either of those two were. Yager was like a silent assassin. Honestly, that's how I look at him because everybody talked about Lemieux and the rest of the Penguins and Yamir Yager. You know, they'd mention him every now and again. But he would silently just kill you. He would he would make the pass. He would get the assists. He he would draw the double team. He would you know he'd score the tra- the the hat trick. And it, it, he was like just so under the radar because of Lemieux and the rest of the Penguins that you, you didn't notice it until he killed you. It, yeah, and I mean that's why I said I think out and I understand with the changing face of the NHL. Being as physical as of a presence as Chelios, and definitely Howard when they played, it, it's not required. In fact, it's looked down upon in some circles of of hockey thinking, especially the 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 new the people who embrace the new NHL post uh, mid two thousands lockout. Um, but I, dude, he's got to be up there, even with that strike against him. Oh, yeah. Just because he played when it, when you still had to play physical, and he's uh, been able to adjust his game and still play when the game is more speed, and he's just getting older. I mean, yeah, he's it, not walking around looking like Bob Probert just looking for a fight so he can go sit down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This isn't you know this isn't an enforcer who's just like hanging in there because well fuck it, you know that's what I'm going to do. This is what I do. So. Yeah, he's he's definitely got to be up there, and I, I, you know, look, it, it maybe it's because he's one of the very few players that's still active that is like connected to, in my mind, the the age the the, the type of hockey and the era of hockey that I like wish it would go back to, even though he doesn't really personify it, but. I'm all for it, man. Go out there. Dude, if he puts up 20 fucking goals, how many fucking non-20 goal scorers are skating around in the NHL today? Red Wings got a whole second, third, and fourth line full of them. Last season on the fucking Panthers, he scored a hat trick. A fucking hat trick. 44 years old hat trick. In the NHL. Not like in in an old-timers league. I got you one. I got you one. See if I can get his stats from last season. He had, he had 16 goals, 30 assists for 46 points in 82 games. He played every fucking game 
for Florida last season. I mean, that's that's in. Tell me his conditioning isn't fucking like world class athlete type shit. I mean, dude, think about this. His rookie season was nineteen ninety. Well, see, he he's the epitome of, and I know it's baseball, but the movie for the love of the game. That's that's Yamir, right there. I, oh. I think he has way more than enough money. The man has awards, records. He has the cups. Uh, he's good. He's he's there because he loves that fucking game. I mean, dude, he's he's two years removed from a twenty-seven goal season. He played twenty games in the fourteen-fifteen season, and he had eighteen points. I mean, it, dude. 66 points at 43 years old. Yeah, that and, and the puck's like. <laughs> kidding. And he was a plus 23 on top of it, which means he's he was contributing even when he wasn't scoring or getting an, an assist somehow. Hey, Rich, real quick, uh, taking the lead from you, uh, look at uh, what's his, Sam Elliott in Roadhouse, and then look at Sam Elliott in Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Which yeah, one does Sam he look older in? The Roadhouse, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sam, Sam Elliott's always been sixty years old. <laughs> <laughs> always. What the fuck? <laughs> Something going on in Hollywood. I got to get in. That fountain of youth, or fountain of old. It's a fountain of something. Magic Johnson had HIV in the early nineties. That motherfucker's still going. Not a sign of. Problem one, you tell me. Well, I mean, I, you know, 43 years old, Yager wins the, the Bill Masterson Trophy, 7th in Hart Trophy, 35th in the Selkie. I mean, dude, come on now. Makes an all-star team. I mean, if I'm a GM and I'm looking for a fucking guy to play second, third line, second line power play, I'm signing him. As long as he's not asking for some crazy fucking contract, I'm signing him. Fuck it. Why not? I'll take fucking what I say, forty six points out of a, out of a third line forward. I'll take that any day. But I don't know. I, I yeah, his contract was what? Uh, shit. All this information are not they're not telling me how much he uh he signed for. Uh let's see here. Wasn't it a million dollars? And I think the league minimum is six hundred and fifty thousand. So if he gives you fifteen goals and thirty assists, I think I think you got a I think you got a pretty good deal right there. That's just that's how I'm looking at it. So good for him, man. Excuse me. So all right. So do we move on to football? Plow into it. It's about that time. Yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. And oh, let's. Should we start with college? Did you know that in uh, he made uh, five? Do you know the human million? head weighs ten pounds? <laughs> like you know, know, Jerry Maguire. Go ahead, dude. Human non sequitur. Right. <laughs> and women have vaginas. All right. Uh, Yammer Yager made five point five million dollars last year. Sweet. Playing on Florida. Yeah, with Panthers. Yeah. And 2016-2017, his salary is $4 million. $1.5 million in incentives, 
and a cap hit of $4 million, obviously. The incentives is $1.5 million game bonus, uh, 300000 each for 10, 20, 30, and 45. Uh, Stanley Cup, Art Ross, the Hart Trophy are all $5,000 a piece if he gets it. Now, this was in his contract, so he knew about the incentives. This 45 years old guy is, has the incentive of a Hart Trophy. Of the Art Ross Trophy. That's his incentive. 45. Let that sink in. It's a good agent. So Can we go back to talking about football now? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about college. Guess who, had, college. guess who had faith? Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. Michigan you State. You got a blessing. You got a blessing because I don't know who the fuck played Michigan State, but it damn sure was the, the Iowa Hawkeyes, that. sir. The Iowa no. Hawkeyes. No, no, no. I watched the whole game. That was not the Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh, boy! I'm a lot more optimistic going into this weekend too. Especially what's his name? Spates out for multiple weeks. Uh huh. That was good news. That's not the bad news. What are you talking? Yeah. So. That's good news for Michigan. Bad news for Michigan State. Spaths out. Now you got a very mobile, very capable quarterback in there. I know Rich Spaths- gave a damning statistic about Michigan in the red zone last show. Okay. Which is, it just had me thinking ever since then. Right. You know, Spaths, damning statistic in the red zone. You got a corn now, mobile, capable, accurate quarterback. That's not good news for MSU, my friend. Well, we'll see on Saturday. Sparty goes into the big house and steals one. In the big house? Come on now, dude. Hey, they've done it what, before. What did I tell you about going to the West Coast and buying the shake? They've done Stop it before, it. man. They've done it before. Get off go the to West Coast. I got a card, man. I got a medical marijuana card in Michigan. I need your well, West Coast need shake. To, need to step up their game. Michigan weed makes me sound this insane. Oh, that makes sense. That Detroit ditch weed. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. It was, you know, it was encouraging on Saturday. I'll say that at the least. Encur- Dude, Iowa Hawkeyes didn't show up. Michigan State was shocked. They were like, so we can run over here? All right, bet. <laughs> they, they got in the huddle and they were like, who are these fucking guys? If it was your precious Lions, you'd be celebrating the victory. Uh, my precious Lions did win. Excuse you. I did celebrate the victory. What? Huh? Mr. Oh, they, okay. they still, Mr. It's still real to me, damn it. You know, they still beat the Falcons in your heart. Well, well we'll get to it. In your heart, continue, they're 4-0. Continue rubbing your cock with the green and white. Go ahead. <laughs> no, just, it's, 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 a, it's done. All right. I'm hard. All right. I'm ready to go. It's MSU Michigan weekend. And that's what you get with a Michigan State fan. Okay. (laughs) Hey, I guess that's all there is to say. Was there any really other standout college games this weekend? No, no, not really. I I I ain't talking shit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you could talk shit, Rich. No, I talked. I no, I talked shit last year. You're safe. I knew last year. I knew I knew last year it was gonna fucking who was gonna win that game. 
well, not, yeah, so much had, this, not, not so much this year. You had Calvin Johnson on your team. What do you want? What the fuck, fuck are you talking about? about? What was his name? Darn it. Denard Robinson? What? Shoelace? What? He hasn't been there for like years now, yeah. man. Oh. No, no, no. About no, 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 no. Peppers. Jabril yes. Peppers? Yeah, see, I got Kansas weed. I'm way higher. Cleveland Brown Jabril Peppers? <laughs> That's the guy. That's your Calvin Johnson. Get him the ball. Get him the ball. Get him the ball. What do you mean we lost? We got him the ball. And you lost because of it. Shut up. So, well, then I guess we'll just move on to the pros then. I mean, uh... I, I've got to put my suit on and and start oh, the pros. We're doing this first. This. I got to because after that, it, everything will make sense. What happened last week and the week before? Here we go. Here it comes. I told you he he started telling me about it, Rich, and I just stopped. I was like, you know what? Let's see my natural reactions. That's kind of what Rich said when I called him for the show. So let's go X Files. I, yeah, you know, this is this is definitely an X Files moment. I've taken the fucking tinfoil hat, made a fucking suit out of it. I look good. I am getting a huge feeling from the NFL the same way I did with the WWE. It it just it stinks of scandal. It stinks of winners being picked. And I can't say as far that the owners and players and everybody are in on it. The rest might be in on it. It just, with all the hype of the attendance dropping in, in the um, in the stadiums and the the gameplay, the national anthem protest, um, President Trump, and all that, it just I got I get the feeling when I watch these games that they're scripted somehow. What? The best players, the best players in the National Football League are getting injured for like. Six to eight games, some for the entire season. Uh, some of the best players in the, the GOAT, if you will, is two and two. Shut up. Some players have forgotten how to throw the ball. Others can't catch it, even if you hit them in the numbers or the hands. You could walk up and hand it to them, and it looks like they'll drop it. The best rushers in the NFL can't run. They run into the back of the center and fall down. Um, uh one of the, the sacks that the Lions got on Eli Manning, if you guys watch it, Ansa missed um, Eli's foot, but Eli falls down just to fall down. I, I, I can't explain it, but there is a sack where Ansa gets the credit for the sack, and he's on the ground, and his hand swipes, but misses Eli, and he falls down anyway. It just, it's a tinfoil suit. It's a huge suit because... I just don't see the product that we saw last year from anybody, nobody. The Giants are 0-4, 0-5, whatever the fuck. Really? I mean, none of this shit makes sense. Coming into this season, everybody knew who the rushers were, who the quarterback were, who the receivers are going to be. Amari Cooper it can't catch one ball. I mean, one. You're... And, Earl, go ahead. Go ahead, man. You're just talking about football things happening is your basis no, my for friend, this. No, 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 no. I'm, it's not I'm, just, I'm, looking at our, I'm looking right here that there's an average of 115,000 jobs in the NFL. You're talking about 115,000 people being in on something. No, man. It doesn't have to be. Like I said, it could be just the refs. 
the refs are calling penalties left and right. The first, the game that you said that it was a shit show, I think it was overseas. The second one, it was yeah. Oh, it was the, the the Dolphins and the Saints. Right. There were fifty three plays, okay, and sixteen penalties called. Come on, man. Come on, seriously? And every fucking team, well, every game overseas, one team scores a fuck ton and the other one can't find the end zone at all. Or the uprights, for that matter. Uh, I think this is going to be an island you're going to find yourself alone on, man. No, no, no. I'm on my island. I know that. I told you it was a tinfoil suit. No hat. It just feels like it's scripted, okay? And it's creeping me the fuck out. I might have had too many drugs, but it's creeping me the fuck out. Because they talk about attendance. They, they all of a sudden the lions can't be stopped only by a review and the fucking refs did they lose one and the giants can't win no matter score what points. yeah score it, more points the call doesn't matter but whatever but my, my point is is that they're they can't be stopped by anybody and the giants can't win against anybody all of a sudden the jets are resurgent you know cleveland beats you know, the fucking Steelers. I'm like, come on now. Or, or Chicago beats the Steelers. I quit. I can't. I can't even. You quit? So you're not going to watch football on Sunday anymore, huh? It, it's not like that. I'm not protesting NFL and shit like that. I'm just telling you, bro. I, I get It gets icky for me. And then I want to mention, you know, uh, my thoughts and prayers could definitely go out to people in Las Vegas. That shit, man. That's no bueno. That can happen to anybody, and that's terrible. I, I don't want people listening and thinking we're not going to say, you know, we, we think about you because we do. That sucks. Nothing, there's nothing you can say about it that's going to make anything any better. We just hope everybody gets through it. That being said, I I, I, I just, meh, you guys got to see it the way I see it. I'm watching these games, and I'm like, how the fuck can he not catch all of a sudden? That's what happens. Abilities decline. Across the whole fucking league, bro? All right, here's here's my take on the conversation we had. And granted, it wasn't a very long one. But still, you know, it was enough to get the gist of it. Um, When it was Sunday, before the Sunday night game started. Rich, Rich was like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> 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 well, you know... The Sunday night game starts, and you know you t- you hit us up in the group chat, and you're like, you know, look at the score, look at it, what, 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 what are we watching? Baseball or football? And then what happens? <laughs> the Seahawks beat them. <laughs> That's that our butt fuck of the week, I believe we called it. You know, last night, you know, you look at, I, I, I brought it up to a coworker. Your theory. And he's like, oh, man, I don't think so. But, I mean, who knows these days? You did have that shit with the NBA, and it's not like it's, it's not like you can't get to an official. Everybody has a price. And I'm like, it's pretty much what I said. I said if it was going to be a fix, the fix was going to be in, it would, whether it came from the NFL itself or from outside sources, gamblers, whoever, it would have to go through the officials. But then you look at last night's game, where everyone thought it was going to be close, and what happened? You like that? Blew them out. Exactly. So my own my uh, 
criticism of your theory is, like most people who look for a conspiracy theory, when it ends up the way that you you think it's going to end up or want it to end up before it happens, you point to it as irrefutable proof. But when it goes the opposite direction, well, then just ignore that. Don't look at that. That doesn't have anything to do with what I was saying. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying. I do, but I'm, I'm not pointing at one specific instance. You know, that's what I was telling Chris. He, he was saying the skills decline, yada, yada. I get that, but not across the entire fucking league, bro. You know, pl- rushers can't rush. Receivers can't catch. It's like somebody, it, it feels to me, it really feels to me that Man. somebody went and said, look, people are trying to boycott us. Our sales are down in the, in the fucking stadium. We got to start making this game closer. All right, drop a few passes. Don't do what everybody thinks you're going to do. See now you that know, I, that I that I agreed with you on Sunday, and that's not even that's not even conspiracy shit. The NFL has been talking about they want closer games, they want parity for years now, <clears throat> just like we were talking about with baseball and how they've basically engineered this this artificial game one eight one sixty three into a, a you know one game winner take all playoff game. That's what the NFL's been doing. I mean, I I remember hearing about this shit after what the second win for the Patriots, their second Super Bowl win. People going, "Where's the parody? Where's the parody? So much for parody." Yeah, I mean, you're watching the last Patriots game, and he's down thirty to like seventeen, and then here comes Tom, you know, out of left field, and and he can't be stopped. All game he's been stopped. All game he's been held off the field. But now, here it is, baby. You know, it's like, what the fuck? We've seen this. This was the fucking Super Bowl. Stop. But have you ever watched sports before? I mean, stuff like you're talking about happens all the time. It, yeah, dude, it does. You're right. It does. But this week we had, what, two two or three overtime games? Stop, man. That doesn't happen all the time. So when the league's actually competitive, that's so now the fix is in? Does it have to be lopsided? Did the fucking genie come and miracle everybody, and now it's competitive? It wasn't last year, and now it is? They just made that great of moves, great draft decisions? Come on, man. The one thing that this uh, fantasy league has shown me is how bad everybody across the league is doing. Don't be mad because you drafted shitty. I'd not. I won. I thank you. But anyways... It just shows me, I'm like, and then I start watching these games. Dude, as much as I hate Chicago, they showed me something I ain't never fucking, and I'll never see it again. It was the butt fumble part two. And if you guys hadn't seen it, go look that shit up. The center snaps the ball, hits his own butt, ends up hitting Mike Glennon in the fucking leg, who punts it between the middle of the fucking linebackers. They jump on it, boom, turnover. I've never seen that. I've never laughed so hard at a football play in my life, and I'll never see it again. It was the funniest shit. And I'm like, this is where we're at. This is some bullshit. Something's wrong. I don't know, man. I just, I think there's too many moving parts for what you're suggesting to be going down. You think that way, but if if the fix is in, and it is through the refs, Chris, I'm just going through the tinfoil suit, and I know it's crazy, but if it is the refs, 
if somebody gets close to the 50-yard line or to the other side of the field, the refs are going to bring them back and make it third and fucking impossible, man. You know what I mean? They can do it, and they have done it. I've watched the games where they've moved them back to third and 20, you know, second and 30. It's like, seriously, dude? Wow. Well, and look, and this is something that gets said a lot anytime any type of conspiracy theory gets brought up. And, Chris, you did it. Walked right into it. <clears throat> Which, as you said, there's how many employees by the NFL, so everybody has, has to keep quiet on it. That's not how shit like this works. Shit like this works is you need a handful of people, and that handful of people need to shut the fuck up. You don't need everybody involved. I mean, and that's not, and that's not to say that what's that's what's going on in the NFL. That's just for if a corporation's going to fuck over its own employees, it doesn't go tell all the employees they're going to fuck them over. The people at the top make the decision; they put the wheel in motion, and everybody keeps their mouth shut to get away with it. By the time everybody realizes they just got their pocket picked, it's too late. They're out of a job, and they're sitting in the unemployment line. Not much you can do at that point. Truth be told, you can only do thirty-two people. Just do every head coach. I just Look, think- we're gonna we're gonna make sure you make the playoffs, all right? And when you're in the playoffs, you're on your own. But right now, I need you to lose a game or two. I just think we're in too opportunistic of a society at this point for somebody who uh, uh, so somebody who ends up disgruntled in this situation not coming forward at this point. And, and but once again, if it was just simply a few people at the top of the NFL food chain and some referees, as long as they take care of them referees, people at the top of the food chain are still going to get their fucking fair share, your fair share, his fair share, half the fucking league's fair share. They're not going to fucking nothing. No one cries for them. They're not going to be starving. They just got they just got to spread the fucking wealth around. And if they do it. It is possible. But, I mean, a lot of things are fucking possible. That doesn't mean it's it, it, it's true. I mean, it's possible I could, you know, walk out this door and, you know, Aubrey Plaza could be out there with her, you know, butt cheeks spread wide open saying, drill me in the ass and, you know, come on my face. What? Don't right, think it's likely. Right here? But it's possible. Really? Is it my birthday today? <laughs> but I... Not tonight. I have a headache. You know, <clears throat> this... This isn't a theory that's, like, new as far as people saying sports, the fix is in, especially when shit goes bad outside of sports. Hey, let's, you know, let's let's give the people something, take their mind off of shit, blah, blah, blah. What was it? Uh, end of baseball season last year? That pitcher for the Marlins got killed. And we sat here for like an hour, well, not an hour, like half hour and talked about, you know, th- that his his best friend on the team, his first at bat, first pitch, boom, home run. And we talked about that they serve that, that ball, you know, serve him up a meatball or was that a genuine home run? I mean, now, granted, that's not a, it's not a earth-shaking conspiracy if that pitcher said, I'm just going to throw him a batting practice fastball straight down the middle, what he does with it. You know, I'll give him this one shot. If he fucking whiffs, that's his problem. If he watches it go by, that's his problem. But, I mean, wouldn't that be like, you know, 
basically along the lines of what we're talking about, the game being fixed to a certain extent, someone throwing the game, etc. Some, someone doing something on purpose to change the outcome of something. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly it. And I'm not talking about they've picked the fucking world champs already. It just appears to me, I, it, my biggest problem here, the reason I'm wearing a suit right now and not just a hat, is I don't believe in coincidences. You have this whole problem with the national anthem, all right? It's bigger than Kaepernick. Fuck equal rights. This is about fucking Trump or whatever. You know, you got that problem. You got that bad press. You got the, you know, the teams that are the juggernauts of the NFL, all right? So you already know who's going to win, all right? And that is driving down ticket prices to the stadium, all right? So you, you got all these issues. How do you change it? Well you got to change up the script. And how do you do that? Well, like Chris has pointed out, you're not going to get every fucking team to agree. All right, so we get a couple of refs, make sure they don't get to the 50, and if they do, move them back 10 yards. I think if there is any type of fuckery going on behind the scenes, that it has a lot more to do with the fact that the owners care about one thing, making money. And this bullshit with kneeling or linking arms or whatever the fuck has really started fucking from their point of view with their bank accounts. None, now, none of them are going to be eating government cheese anytime soon. But still, these, are, these aren't rich people. These are wealthy people. They're going to hand this wealth down through generations of their family, as long as they don't end up with, like, you know, some Paris Hilton down the line who blows it all on fucking Coke and DJ fucking lessons. All right? I mean, so, could I see it? Could I see see them going, hey, let's let's change the product up to get everybody to stop talking about this shit? Because I guarantee you, most of these owners don't give a fuck about the protest. Don't really give a fuck about what Trump says. They just want this shit to go away. Yeah, they want to stop fucking with their money. You're right. There's and a all reason of this is fucking with that. There's a reason that what was it? Fox Sports or was it ESPN came out and said they're no longer going to show the national anthem on television broadcast. Yeah, because they ESPN. don't. They don't. They don't want it in the conversation. Period. This is we've said it before. This is turned from. A player, according to him, trying to draw attention to a subject, trying to start a conversation, into the ice bucket challenge. You now have fucking 10-year-old peewee football players taking knees. Now, forgive me, and I understand that we live in a society where 10-year-olds are much more savvy than they were even when we were 10 years old 30 years ago, give or take. But you're telling me that every 10-year-old that took a knee on that fucking... Pee-wee football field knew the significance of what they were doing? No. Come the fuck on. No. It, it, that, that, was, that was from the coaches on down telling the players, this is what we're going to do. And so they did it. Period. I mean, it's, it's turned into a debacle. It's turned into a fucking three-ring circus. Now, owners don't want this shit. They just want to go back to business as usual. I mean, viewership dropped 8% last season at its lowest point. It's dropped 11% from the 8% it dropped last season. Yeah, because there are people that are bullshitting, but there are people that are seriously boycotting and not watching the NFL anymore. I mean, so if you think about that, if you take the 8% from last season, the 11% from this season, you add it up, that's 
they've lost 19% of their viewership from two seasons ago. That's one-fifth of their fucking audience. Yeah, but the That's revenue an- doesn't reflect that, though. I, I think... I. I- I keep thinking that's skewed though because it's there's this thing now called online, you know, and I, I, I and I don't know if it includes those statistics because I mean I've been you thinking it's people people streaming shit maybe through an illegal site or something like that or no just to I mean if if it's watched on your tablet or on your computer does it count Oh I don't fucking know I know that Thursday night football you can watch up to an hour for free I think per week. And after that, you have to log in. I'm pretty sure once you log in, that's being counted towards the ratings. Like the last week's London game was on Amazon. The one before it was on Yahoo. I mean, that's the thing. These TV ratings is it still is it still the Nielsen ratings? You know what I'm saying? Does it not? It does what does it count? I guess that's that's always what I wonder when I hear that. Like, yeah, sure, but look at their revenues. I mean, didn't they make like 13 billion dollars last year, something like that? You know, it's not like it's yeah, but Chris, it's it's going further than that. Like like Rich said, this Nealon business and all of this has has impacted almost every aspect of their pocket. Okay, ticket sales are down, viewership is down. Um, also, people are starting to say uh, they should be taxed. NFL isn't taxed; they need to be taxed. No, they're so, no, they're, no, 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 no. Dude, two years ago they dropped their uh, yeah, they dropped their. Um, uh, tax exempt status. They've been taxed for the last two seasons. Yes, right. So, with all of that, dude, something has to happen, and it's not. And it it is my my whole suit, not just my hat, that says that the owners came together and said, "Dude, just change up a little bit." The first half of the season, and it's only going to be the first half. After the first half of the season, it's business as usual. Patriots are coming back. Everything's going to work. All of a sudden, Zeke finds his lane, you know. But right now, it just, I, I feel like I'm getting a show that's already been planned. And this is a homer. This is the Lions fan. The Lions fan. 0-16, I was like, come on, boys. We got one. We get one. Oh, all right, next week. This guy. And I'm telling you that the, the Lions look great, but why do they look great? I don't know because it just doesn't seem... Right. <laughs> wow. So in your world, the Lions can only, the Lions looking good. It has to be a conspiracy. Unfortunately, uh, I, I, I started the season with hopes and dreams, and I'm watching them, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then as the season went on, I'm like, what the fuck? What? He didn't even touch him, and he dropped. <laughs> it happened It happened in two different games. Uh, Aaron Rodgers or not Aaron Rodgers, what's his name? Uh, Eli Manning and, and uh, another quarterback. They, they weren't touched. They were touched by a hand and then weren't touched again and just fell down. Like, okay. If you say so, man. Well, look, here's the, the, the facts remain this. There's been more than just a few precedents that this has happened in sports before. The Black Sox scandal, the shit in the NBA, Point shaving in college basketball and football. I mean, this is anytime money's on the line, there's a chance for corruption. And to me, I think it's it's as silly as it is to sit here and say, I know for sure the entire thing is fixed. 
it's just as silly to say, I know for sure no one's on the take. I mean, it's yeah, just... I, I agree. And, and Chris, keep in mind with my suit foil theory, I'm not saying, like I said, that they've already picked the Super Bowl winner and all of this bullshit. But, I mean, you, you just, you got to tell me what's the bigger story. You know, the kneeling or the fact that, you know, uh, you know, that, Four overtime games, three overtime games. Nobody can score in fucking London. The Texans, with their brand new quarterback, score fifty-seven points over the Titans, who only scored fourteen. And, and we're going to talk about this. Do and I think I'm gonna... everything's one hundred percent ethical? No. Do I think there's, we're getting a choreographed show on Sunday? No. I think it's kind of far fetched. It's not. It's it's not. Hey, I'm going to give you the stunner here. You're going to throw me over here. Make sure I get over the rope. It's not that type of choreographed. I just think people were like, "Hey, change the script up just a tad bit." All right, let's let's lose a game or two. Let's shock and awe people and remember and remind them that this is football. This is what can happen in a football game. You know, LA Rams come out of nowhere and, and sucker punch the Cowboys. Sports being sports, man. Okay, and I'm with you, but I'm telling you, it just looked. It, it just looked like I was being offered a show. I, I didn't. I didn't feel the genuine. I didn't feel the. Uh, we got this. Here, throw catch, throw catch, run there, stop him here. It, it didn't feel that way. It felt like, do I go down now? I didn't hear the signal. Now, okay, I'm going down. What's you saying? You think we're getting a choreographed event, man? I think that's. I honestly, 100%, if this happens, if this is not legit, this is something with the refs. Because I have never seen as many penalties called in the first half or first quarter of the season as, as I have this one. Like I told you, overseas, 0-0 score, 53 plays, 16 penalties. Nah, man. Come on now. I mean, I, I will say this. The NFL's, like I said, made no bones. They want closer games. They want parity across the league. Do I think it's beyond Goodell and his cronies to give a mandate to the to the umpires and the refs? Hey, look, call these games, make them closer. I mean, that's I I don't think that's that far fetched. That's how come. That's how come when I start seeing shit like five on three or in a twenty minute period in hockey. Most of it, a team is on the power play, or you know, or you know, I'm just like uh, things that make well, you go. Uh-huh. Doesn't sit well with me. I mean, usually the rules are the 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 tighter and closer the game gets to coming down to the line, the more they let them play. You well, know, let the players and, and decide my, on the field who wins. That's my that's my end um, evidence right there. Is the NHL, NHL, and and the '90s was huge, huge. People like Rich and I and everybody else would gather and we wouldn't miss a game, be it if we went to the game, we were at somebody's house, we were watching these fucking games. And now you can't find it. You can't find a game anywhere, especially if you live in Kansas. There isn't any, ever. But, uh, you know, I think the NFL is getting the, the, you know, goose pimples on their neck like, oh, shit, no, 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 no. Come back. No, we got, we got a product. Look, look. No, the Bears are Bears. I mean, Dub Bears, they're back. You know? Uh, no, no, come back. Keep watching. 
you know, come to the stadium. We got this. We got new stadium in Vegas. Mirror, sorry. Here, look. Because if they don't do something, they're going to end up like the NHL. Because they've already started pissing people off with the kneeling and the president and and all this bullshit. And, you know, they, they, there's no way that these 32 owners are going to let any of this money, you know, go. And uh, they don't even want to come close to the state of the NHL to where people are like, well, you know what? I'll just leave the NFL and go play in the CFL or, you know, whatever. That ain't going to happen. That's not going to happen anytime soon. It's not going to happen anytime in in this near, near future. We're not talking five years from now. But if they don't do something, it's going to happen, bro. You know, from the CTE, from the concussions, from all the... You know, rape and all of it, just all of the crime and everything that these players are doing. And now they're taking a knee for equality. Hold up, no, 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 bro. I've let you go on and on and on. And I've let you speculate and and get out on the fringes of the X-Files fucking crowd. I got to call bullshit on you, man. We went over this last week. it is not, oh my God, all these crimes and all these rapes and all this domestic violence. Those numbers are not anywhere near epidemic, okay? it's That's ridiculous. No, 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 no. Hear me out, man. It's not like epidemic proportions, like one in every three fucking NFL players are committing crimes. What I'm telling you is with the level of the crime that these, some, some, few, very few, select few, are making that are making headlines. Okay, that are being put out there on headlines. What headlines were there this off season? Who got there? Were there, there was Ezekiel Elliott, the yeah. star running back for the American team, punching a DJ, and that was it. It's pretty quiet off season. It, quite honestly, this, oh my god, you guys are narrowing it. Stop! You're moving my goalpost, Rich. All I'm saying is there's nothing good about the NFL out there right now, okay? Nothing. Why do you watch but it? Here's the thing. I am a fan, <laughs> okay? But as as a homer, as the homer, as I said, it's starting to look like a show, like they already knew, be it the refs or somebody else. They already knew. And with the press that's getting, it, the NFL is getting from everything, from crimes, from CTE, from PEDs, from... National Anthem, from all of it, they're losing money. Something had to change. It looks like They're not losing money? What are you talking about? Oh, come on, They did not operate at a loss last year. It's not that they're taking a loss. The money that they could be making isn't coming in anymore. Did you see the stadium in L.A.? Yeah, did you see that the two teams that were playing? It's a matchup no one wanted to see. Okay, but that was a hell of a game, though, wasn't it? <laughs> but wasn't it? That's my point, bro. All of a sudden, the script has flipped. Now you don't want to miss it because these teams are doing this, and Jared Goff, who couldn't complete a pass to save his life last season, can fucking throw, you know, 60-yard bombs. And the sleeping defense of L.A. is now just mad as fucking is ready to show everybody now it is a theory i'm gonna leave it alone because as rich has said i I've, i've went to the fringe and it i'm just saying with all the bad press that the nfl is getting it's costing them to go down a peg and they don't like to go down at all 
I think and something biggest, had to happen. I think the two biggest problems they're facing right now as we speak, short-term, the kneeling issue, period. Because you have fans who, before the fucking Fal- Falcons, before the fucking Ravens game, the announcer made it crystal clear the players were kneeling in, uh, what was it, uh, like prayer for whatever tragedy had just happened. And the minute the crowd saw players start kneeling, National Anthem not playing, nothing to do with the National Anthem, they started bowing. And then the players stood up, and they played the National Anthem, and it's like people don't even realize what the fuck they're booing. They're just pissed, and they're taking it out on anybody who looks like, hey, this person might disagree with me. This person might do something that pisses me off. NHL does not want this. NHL does not want to be involved in politics. Or NFL, NFL doesn't want to be in, be involved in politics. Right? It's all bullshit to them. They don't care. I'm guaranteeing, out of everybody who has an opinion about fucking Black Lives Matter, the NFL cares the least. The only Black Lives they care about are the players that they pay to win championships. That's it. Players and staff. They all don't give a shit. White men. All 32 white men, by the way. Hey, before right. we uh, uh, start sending the death knell for the NFL, I'd like to point out Sunday Night Football and Thursday Night Football were the top two TV shows last week. Now, if you want to talk about the long term, it's, yeah, it's the concussion issue. That's, that's, that's what I think long term is going to fuck the NFL more than anything. And that's what's going to bring more change to the NFL, which... Yeah, I think they could they could really fucking go the overcorrection route because we love doing that in this country, you know. Hey, that scale is a little bit balanced to the right, so we're going to dump fucking a million pounds on the left until it's the, until the right's just ass up in the air. And no, that's not any type of code for political shit. I'm just making a point of if you got a scale in front of you. Instead of balancing the scale, we always fucking overcorrect. And I think that's when you're going to start seeing people really walk. And that's when you're going to see people go, I'm not going to watch this shit fucking product. Why would I? I? I listen to other podcasts where people are like, I just don't watch anything else with the NFL outside of the Lions. I watch more college football now. That's unheard of, man. When I was younger and people said, you watch college football, but you don't watch pro football. And I said, yeah, I was looked at like I had like three dicks growing out of my forehead. How the fuck do you watch college football, not pro football? I don't know. Never got into it. So those are the two things I think that that short term, they got to figure this fucking shit out. They got to figure this out. Either people are going to have to accept that they're going to see players doing things that they don't like, or people are going to have to decide they're not going to games anymore. And then that's going to have to be it. You're not going to change anything. There's not enough people who are going to fucking get so pissed off at the NFL that they're going to walk away from it and put that much of a dent in their fucking profit margin where the NFL is going to panic and do something crazy. Now, I do think I do think as a business, the NFL is in a fucking shitty situation because the people who do support the, people, the players who are kneeling want to boycott the NFL because Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. And the people who don't support the players kneeling want to boycott the NFL because the players are kneeling. There's really... It's a, it's a lose-lose situation for them. And that's why they tried to fucking... Whoa, 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 whoa. Kung fu fighting fucking Tai Chi the shit into... It's all about unity. Let's all link arms together. Unity. Surprising didn't dig up Rick James's fucking corpse. Yeah, the, put him out there at halftime. 
Yeah, you do, you know, to sing that shit. Was, last night's most watched program was the Monday Night Football on cable. And that sinking ship it is the NFL there, Iceman. Yeah, but I, uh, Chris, you gotta I, admit, it, 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 these, okay, of course you're not gonna run at a fucking deficit. Of course you're not gonna run into red. But if they see that instead of making, just to throw some numbers out there, instead of making a billion this week, they only made 900 million. That's unacceptable to them, especially the NFL. The NFL has just seen in the last, what, 25, 30 years, unprecedented growth. Their profits just keep going up and up and up and up. Case in point, look at the, what are the two, mo- one, two of the five most valuable franchises on the entire planet are now NFL franchises, the Cowboys and the Patriots. I mean, that, w- that wasn't the case 30, 25 years ago. So from, the, from that point of view, yeah, I could see some owners fucking getting indignant about it. Well, hey, it just cost me $100 million. Uh, when you have a couple billion in the bank, what what's $100 million to you? I mean, that's that's where, you, that's where you get into where it's relative. It's all relative to the person you're talking about. To the Ford family, you think they give a fuck about that? No. Do you think the Ford family is going to sweat if 5,000 tickets don't get sold? No. They, they didn't give a shit during the 2000s when they put right. a horrible product out there. Yeah, but those are the Fords. I mean... Lions aren't their only uh, cash cow, if you will. But what I'm saying is these are the people that, these are the type of people that own these franchises. You know, Robert Kraft. I mean, that's, look at that last name. You think he's hurting for money? I know Absolutely a lot of him. No, a lot of people that eat Velveeta still. I'm saying, though, it, it, it's that. It's, it's the bottom line. You know, it's not that they're going to go broke, Chris, or, or you know, anytime soon that, NFL is going to be in an NHL position, but they are losing money and it keeps going down and it keeps getting worse for them. It was just Kaepernick and everybody isolated him and you're the black sheep. Now everybody's doing it and it's costing them money and they don't know how to fix it. Like like Rich said, let's preach unity. And then that's not working either because whenever they take knees without the anthem, they still fucking boo. Now what do we do? Well, uh, I don't know. Let me think. Well, fuck. The president just hit us. Oh, shit. And we're, we got people still yelling about concussions. Now we got people yelling about all the crimes that our players are committing. Like, it's a vast majority. It's couple of players. And it, they're just watching dollar, 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 dollar. And they're like, so what do we do? Well, let's flip the script. Let's give them something to watch. Make them, like you said, any given Sunday, Chris. This is, can happen. It's football. Look. Look what happened. It's football. All of a sudden, like I said, everybody's winning that's not supposed to. And it, it, It's all what the fuck. Week three was all kinds of what the fuck. You said it yourself. And then all the talk was what the fuck. It wasn't kneeling. It wasn't, you know, all of this bullshit. It was what the fuck. about football. And can you believe this happened? That's how I think it happened. And I think Chris. it might have been the refs or anything else. Chris, will you acquiesce and say that Iceman might have a point if we're sitting here doing the show before the Super Bowl and somehow the Giants and the Browns are in it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. <laughs> my, my rant is over. Wait, it's been way over. Or later. It's been way over. I just want you to understand it just doesn't look good. It's going to end soon. Because all they wanted to do was remind you it's fucking football. Well, I will okay. continue. I'll be like the band, all right? I'll be fucking. I'll, 
Every, I'll be there on the couch on Sunday, you know, playing on the ship as it goes down there. Watching the sinking ship that is the NFL for 12 hours every fucking Sunday. Can we talk about last Sunday? Ooh, let's do it. Let's start, with, let's start with the home team. You want to talk about Sunday and not Thursday, huh? Uh, there's, well, uh, uh, we can do both. What about Thursday? Yeah. Packers beat the Bears. Duh. <laughs> yeah, but the Packers are by the slimmest of slimmest, tiniest, thinnest thread holding on to the de facto winners of the N- NFC North. Their, their their injuries are just piling up. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. They they have Aaron Rodgers and uh, and uh, uh, well, they have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's it's just you know they're they're number one running back in a depth chart. Ty Montgomery gone, broken ribs. The number two running back gone. You they're know. on their third running back. Yeah, what's his name? Aaron Jones or something like that. Yep. Some shit. Mitch Trubisky's getting the start next week for Chicago. Which yep. I mean, I, you know, we kind of expected that. I mean, we, you know, we were like, how how long will this fucking Glennon experiment last until they throw his ass in there? Yeah, I think the punt between the uh, linebackers kind of ended that. <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> fucking play I've ever seen in my life. But I mean, it was quick, so just funny. To, just to get back on the you know Green Bay tip real quick. It's not like they got fucking any star wideouts that are fucking setting the world on fire, and their tight ends ain't doing shit neither. Yeah. Well, Randall Cobb, but he's been hurt. <laughs> I mean, I think... Jordy Nelson. Hurt. I think, I think it's fair to say, unless the Bears have a historic resurgence that... And I, I guess get me a big old fucking jug of that Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid, because I'm going to say it. I, I think it's safe to say at this point that it's the NFC North, if the Lions can win against Green Bay, it's pretty much theirs to lose. And Green Bay is looking beatable. Green Bay is beat the fuck up. So that's why they look beatable. And just so you know, it's week four. Thank you. Doesn't fucking... What are you talking about? You said it's week five. It's week four. No, it's about to be week five, man. Anyways. <laughs> is there any games left to play in week four? Uh, absolutely not. Then we're done with week four. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't believe. It. At Monday at twelve oh one a.m. Is it still Sunday? <laughs> after after Monday night football, my picks were done on on, on week four. So I just you love me. It's okay. Anyways, no, that, that you know, it, I, I I don't know. It, 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 you're. The only, thing, the only thing I can say is through four games, you were absolutely right. Iceman, it, the Lions, and I, I still maintain this. Call me tinfoil hat, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I don't think that call gets reversed if they're the fucking Steelers, they're the Patriots, they're the Cowboys, they're the Packers. They're a marquee uh, team for the league. If it, if it was the team they were playing, Rich... The Super Bowl contender, 
Atlanta Falcons, that doesn't get changed. I mean, because all they'd have to do is say, upon further review, there's no irrefutable evidence to call in the field, to overrule the call in the field, to call in the field stance. That's all they have to fucking say. They don't even have so, to rationalize their call. They had to, they, but, but the minute they made that call, there was, they already went into damage control. And what's going to make it worse is if the Lions lose the NFC North because of that game. Probably. I, I mean, it's just, it, it, that, that is SOL, OTL, whatever you want to call it. Only the Lions, same old Lions. That would be so fucking Lions. It wouldn't even. It would. It would just. Their fans would just have to shake their head and go, "What did did the Ford family like, like kick baby Jesus in the dick at some point? Are we cursed here?" <laughs> well, if they go fourteen and two, like Iceman says, you know, well, they we'll be having that conversation. About. Yeah. Well, that's how many times have we? How many times have you heard this in Detroit about the Lions? If they just win their fucking games, they don't have to worry about what the other teams do. I've heard that for decades now, and they never do it. It always comes down to some other team has to fucking stumble, or they have to go through a team that they historically can't do shit against, and they get there, and they don't do shit against them. Well, if this is going to be their year, they need to get the fuck over that shit and just start steamrolling. It's just steamroll motherfuckers. Rub some dirt Period. on that shit. It's kind of what they're doing, kind of. Really? Come yeah. on, man. I said in the chat. I'll say it right now. Right now, they've done a, what they've done. What they what they're known to do right now. All, I, I all their wins that, are against five hundred and below, and their one losses against above the only five above five hundred team that they've played. Ain't, you're right, but I also want to point out they've done what you said they couldn't do for most of this season already. Because you've picked against them until this game. I picked them to beat the winning Atlanta game, and they failed me. Uh, I'm not going there. That's another mean? hour. What? I, what? I picked them. I got proof. I said they were at home, and everyone thought they were going to lose. So that's why I picked them. Now, the initial, the back in July, when we were killing time during the dog days of summer, absolutely not. I didn't pick them against Atlanta, but... The weekly picks, but it's... Uh, they won before they lost. That's all I can tell you. I don't even know what the fuck that means. It means they won before they lost. There was eight seconds left. They were in the lead. The Reds oh, okay. said, no, no, you no, you don't. You don't, you don't win. Sorry. So they won before they lost. Yeah, that, that, that'll count going into the playoffs. Hey, gave them motivation to kick the shit out of the Vikings. And I also want to put on the I record... call that kicking the shit out of the Vikings. Okay, hang on. I want to put on the record and change tune because it's not about the score at this point. This is the second star running back we've hurt. That pisses me off because I have Bell in my draft and uh, we play him in four weeks. Damn it. Dalvin Cook for Vikings? They're gone. He ain't coming back. Bad knee. Yeah. No, yeah, his... Yeah, but that was a non-contact injury, buddy. That wasn't. Yeah, we didn't. My, we, we didn't. My, we, we didn't do that to him. My Lions defender wasn't there. He wouldn't try to make the cut. His knee. I saw it in slow motion. His knee gave out. Yeah, he tried to make a cut to go around a Lions defender. Oops. What a, sure. All right, Lions greatest ever. 
He told you. Homer. Greatest team ever. Uh, yes, it is. Welcome to the club. We put the voodoo. The Lions defender put the voodoo on his ACL. You're right. DJ's wrist, his ACL. Who's next? They are Goldberg. Say something. <laughs> yeah. So, Lions. Well, I mean, they're, they're three and one. We'll see. They're officially nope. in the category of me of we'll see. And and we need to address the fact that. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, was it Sports Illustrated? The article I sent has them, or excuse me, the NFL themselves has the Lions ranked at number two in the power rankings. No. Oh, stop that! No. Yes. Oh, yes. You think they are the second best team in the NFL right now? You're you're right. My bad. You're you're absolutely right. They're number one. The fuck are they doing at number two? Fuck the Chiefs. No, no, right. no, no. Okay, no, okay. No. I had to get my, I had to get my homer, I had to get my homer pick there. No, they are not number one. But tell me a team that's better than them, from what you've seen in four weeks. Because you done said Arizona was better than them. Thanks for playing. Get out. And then he said they got no chance against Eli Manning and his two Super Bowl rings. Well, go polish them because you didn't win. See teams that I think are better than the Lions at the moment. Well, because I'm so interested because people you think are better than the Lions lose. So do it. The Falcons. Go, go, go. I think the Falcons are better. Falcons aren't better. Falcons got lucky. I think the Steelers are better. Uh-huh. Keep going. I think the Eagles are better. No. I think the Broncos are better. I think the Chiefs. Really? I think the Chiefs are way better. Chiefs are the number one team, so yeah. I just named like four teams that I think are better than the Lions. Well, lucky for you, they've played the Falcons. Like I said, that's another hour. And coming up soon, coming to a TV near you, they're playing the Steelers. So they'll show you that they're worth there. And ain't no way Carson Wentz is going to beat the – no, stop it. I think the Patriots are better. Their offense is way better. They have their defense has issues, but oh, the Patriots are overrated. <laughs> okay, I remember that <laughs> when we're sitting there talking about them going to the AFC Championship game again. <laughs> I gotta get off my Homer bench. All right, look, are they number two? Man, no, maybe. maybe no, dude. They are. They are a uh, 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 fucking. A tick's dick away from being 4-0. They're a top 10 team. They might even be sniffing the top five at this point in time, but they are no, they are in no way the second best team in the league. No way. We'll see what happens. That's I'm all on, I like where they're at. Where are Sports Illustrated's offices located at? California, Oregon, Washington, where, Colorado, because I want some of what they're smoking, man. But... Yeah. Let's see. Um, let's see what happens. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the London game. Uh, boy, bubble burst for Miami pretty quick this season, huh? Between the hurricane and the fact that they seem to suck ass. Second time in a row, one team does the score. The other one runs up the score. Go figure. Yeah, but it, it, it took them to, like, what? Yeah. Second half, really, to start scoring? You don't think jet lag factors in? 
little bit. That's no, no. That was the game that was fifty-three plays and sixteen penalties, bro. Even even the fucking announcer was like, "Well, if you think the game's just slow, it's because we had fifty-three plays and sixteen penalties. Can't really get momentum going. Matter of fact, there's nothing you can get going." Well, I mean, you also have the fact that when they lined up in the Wildcat, Cutler just stood there. <laughs> Once the play ensued, I mean, he was just like, don't give a fuck. Like, seriously, I... If I'm if, I, if I'm in the front office in Miami, I'm going, who the fuck's idea was it to bring this asshole here? Send him up here with everything in his desk, in a box. I need to talk to him. Yeah. Coach bring wants to see you. Yeah, bring the playbook. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get the fuck out of here, man. Was it me or did he just have the look like, hey, they pay me enough to get on the field, but this bullshit, uh-uh. And somebody said he was supposed to be in the broadcast booth at that game, and he scored just as many touchdowns as if he would have been in the broadcast yeah. booth at that game. <laughs> well, he's really, I think he's kind of, he's much more, Lucrative. It's much more lucrative for him to go be on the Dolphins for the season than it is in a booth. But if he'd have went to the booth, he'd been overshadowed by Romo Damas. <laughs> Romo Damas. So I swear hey, that's to God, not I'm, funny. That might, yeah, go ahead, Rich. I'm telling you, dude. It's like the motherfucker's got the playbook. Both teams open in front of him because he just. It's there's a the super edit of him in the first four weeks. Just calling plays and then executing the play just like he called it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, some team's finally going to bitch and go, Would you tell him to stop doing that? He he even draws on the teleprompter before they snap the ball who they're giving it to in the lane they're going to run in. Dude, it looks sick. It looks like Madden on my Xbox. I'm not kidding. I'm like, like, Hold down the right trigger. Tell that guy to (laughs) shut up. Seriously, I hold down the right trigger. I see where I'm going, and then I go. It's the same thing when he fucking commentates the game. Coordinators are making sure to DVR any broadcast that Romo's on. Uh, but uh, next game, the Bills. Bills beating the Falcons, huh? See, uh, uh, the first place Buffalo Bills in the NFC East. What is this? 1989. Nah, man, it's football. It's yeah. football. <laughs> hey, you know, well, then we'll continue to talk about the farce. Uh, the Bengals beat the Browns. Shocker. <laughs> uh, the, the the Rams beat the Cowboys. Are, are we buying the Rams? The first place, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I well, I mean, I've been I've been done bought their defense from week one. I. And- it, do you guys remember that movie where the quarterback broke his neck and they went and cloned him and put his memories back in him? No. There's a movie like that. And I think that's what they did to Jared Goff. What? I, they just put him in a better body and put his memories in there because he couldn't do shit his first year. At the Rams. Now he's he can't be stopped. Well, you know, he knows how to football in the NFL now. He's got a well, season he does. His belt. And I heard this, and I was kind of like, ooh, shit. Jeff Fisher is gone, and an announcer, I don't remember who it was, but an announcer brought up the fact that Jeff Fisher was gone. 
and now the Rams are taking off, and they go, yeah, it kind of proves that Jeff Fisher should have never left St. Louis. Hmm. Ouch. Yeah, and then uh, the surprising 3-1 and one Carolina Panthers beat the Patriots. I, I, I mean, I, I already said it. I think the, the New England offense is fine. The defense has got problems. But uh, what do you, what do you, are, you, are you buying the Panthers? Rich, you're a, this is a division rival for you. You buying this? No. And the reason I'm not is because Cam's proven to be a head case, in my opinion. I, Scam Newton. I, I mean, I'm sure that there's somebody out there shouting at their fucking phone or whatever they're listening to on going, fuck him, whatever. But the truth is, it's just I don't think he can handle losing mentally, and I don't think he can handle winning mentally. I think he's a fucking head case. And I don't think the Panthers are the type of team that can just skate in being barely more than 500 into the playoffs and do something once they're there. I don't know. I just, I'm not sold on Cam Newton. Yeah, he, you know, he, he had some exciting plays a few seasons ago, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's nice. But it's just not enough to get me fucking on, you know, firmly behind him in his camp. So, hang on. I, I'm with Rich on this. He, he's, no, I'm not buying the Panthers. Panthers are three and one, but the Panthers have beat the 49ers, the Bills, and barely scraped by on the Patriots, but they got beat by the Saints handedly, 34 to 13. They got throttled, okay? And, Ironic as this is, the GOAT, Tom Brady, at the end of the game for the Panthers was bitching about the refs. Meh. I digress. All right. So, no, the Panthers are not for real. Give them a real game. Watch them flutter. Uh, next up, the, the Jets beat the Jaguars. The surprisingly 2-2 two and two New York Jets, who I – this podcaster's mouth has – Describe them as a shit show. Apparently not so much. Uh, Still a shit show. I don't know which two of those teams I'm not buying more. The Jags or the Jets. Oh, no, the Jets. Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm just... Uh, there's there's nobody worth giving the ball to in the backfield that's not named Leonard Fournette and the Jags. I mean, and who do they really have to throw to? I mean, Allen Robinson's out. I mean, I, I just don't see the, the offensive weapons on the Jags. Well, I mean, they have them. Uh, but Blake Bortles, meh. I mean, the new coach can only bring so much, you know. And, you know, Leonard Fournette can only run so far. So, But here, once again, look at the record. The Jets got throttled by the Bills. It got handy handled by the Raiders. Uh, they beat the Dolphins, who was pissed off that they had to take their bye week the first week. And then this one at the Jaguars in overtime. I mean, again, it no, not buying the Jets. Good day, sir. Uh, the, 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 the game we all thought was going to be the, the best game of the week turned out to be eh, not, not, not as close as we thought it was going to be. The Steelers, beating, that, the, right? Steelers beating the Ravens. Uh, but doesn't this how this go with these teams? And then, like the next time they play, won't the Ravens probably spank them? Yeah, I almost feel like you can't you can't gauge 
how well either of these teams are going to do all season long based upon how they play each other. This is a this is a serious dislike these two teams have for each other. So I mean, it's just it's it, it's in my mind, it's like uh, U of M Ohio State. There's been plenty of times that one team's been you know bucking for that Rose Bowl appearance, Big Ten championship, maybe even national championship hopes on the line. The other team's just had a fucking meh or worse shit season. And the team with the shit season comes in and just rises to the challenge for no goddamn good reason. Just because fuck fuck Michigan State, or not Michigan State, fuck U of M or fuck Ohio State. That's the reason. Because I've pretty much given up on the fucking Steelers. I I know we, we, we sing the song of their people and say, they're a second-half team and blah, 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 blah. I just, I think Big Ben's... <clears throat> Damn near running on empty. Well, I mean, yeah, Bell, the problem for the Ravens was Bell. Bell finally found his lane and his legs. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I, I just don't see him doing that week in, week out. It's when running backs go, they go quick. And to me, a telltale sign is when they start having more bad games than good games. I mean, if, if if they played if they played sixteen games and four or five of those games, Bell rushed you know for twenty yards, something like that. No touchdowns, no receptions. Okay, he had he had some bad games, but if you reverse those numbers, to me it just doesn't it, it doesn't bode well for him. That's why running backs aren't as valued as high as they used to be in the NFL. They're seen as we can easily get someone to replace them in the second, third round. I mean, remember when they when the Rams chose Gurley as high as they did. People were like, what the fuck are they doing choosing a running back that high? That's a wasted pick these days. Yeah. No, no, I had to do it on my fantasy team. Good Lord. Injuries everywhere. Uh, next up, uh, I mean, did anybody see this one coming? Earl, you already alluded to it. The Texans just just, uh, just taking it to uh, Pound Town, Population, Tennessee, Titans. Good God, man! Who is Deshaun Watson? Anybody? That's uh, are we? <laughs> he's he's Randy Watson's cousin who played Joe the cop on That's My Mama. <laughs> who the fuck is that guy, man? Are we buying this guy? Is he legit? Oh, he is legit. He's one hundred percent. I am. I am all in on on this guy. I'm not kidding. It's Tom Savage sitting on the bed going, "Oh man." Oh, Tom Savage is done. Packed up. Yeah, I'm done here. Maybe he'll. Maybe he's inquiring to the Texans about the replacement for Mariota. Yeah. Here you go, man. Uh, twenty-five attempts, or thirty-four attempts, twenty-five completions, two hundred thirty, eighty-three yards, four touchdown passes, and one INT. Yeah, I'm gonna say that kid's for real. Uh, Cardinals beating the Forty ers but at zero four, it seems everyone beats the Forty ers this year. Still, it took them overtime. I know. And it was that close of a game. Like, if I'm a Cardinals fan, you got to be looking at this, going, "Fuck, is this is this is this a lost season? Is this an eight and eight season here?" I think so. Because that's well, that's what they're they showing. lost their Megatron. They lost their Megatron. What do you need? Th- their go-to was hand it to DJ, and when they couldn't do that, they would throw, and they would do that so they could throw it to Fitzgerald. Well, that option's gone. What do they do? Well, they got Chris Johnson. Yeah, it's not DJ. Yeah. It's not Chardonnay. Yeah. <laughs> Chardonnay. Yeah. Just because uh, you didn't have to, you know, 
the jersey has the same name. It's not the same guy. Uh, the Eagles at the Chargers. Man, the Chargers, huh? They just keep finding... You know, a phrase we're familiar here with in Detroit. They just keep snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Here, I do, man. The Chargers are so fucked up and, and clusterfuck right now that they almost threw out Boltman and banned him from the fucking stadium. <laughs> when you're throwing out your number one fan and threatening him with a ban, something's something's wrong here. Something's very, very wrong here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, hey, I'm not shocked. I, I, I said I had a feeling about the Eagles this season. Uh, I mean, so far they're three and one. They're doing better than I thought. You know, I figured they'd be, you know, 500 at this point and maybe play spoiler. But if they can keep it up, who knows, man? I mean, they're, NFL's got them number three in the power rankings. Yeah, so. I, I don't think they're that high in the power ranking. And here's why. Chargers are 0-4. I'm going to go with my moniker as Iceman, and I called it, everyone. They're, they're old. All right, you're looking at name recognition at this point. Rivers. Gates, you know, you know the name, but yeah, they're through. They're all done. They're through. They're through. <laughs> they're so through. They dropped the R. That's yes. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And and, and I'm not talking T H R O U G H. No, that's just cheating. It's Scrabble. Through. Hey, speaking of through, the Giants <laughs> losing to the Buccaneers. Yeah, buddy. I called that one. I told you, if you lose to the Giants, you got issues. Because Giants, they got issues. And it's all about that offensive line. And if Gerald McCoy couldn't get in there and make something happen with his crew, nah. J- just go help the, the relief of the Hurricanes, guys. So if it's the Giants-Chargers Super Bowl, you know, I'll, I'll buy your conspiracy theory. Nice, man. I, man, all I got to say is that the Buccaneers, the game should not have been as close as it was. Agreed. Bucks, I don't know what the fuck you're doing down there in Tampa, but you're not exactly instilling confidence in your fucking fan stranded in Lion territory. <laughs> like, I'm not walking away from that win talking shit. I'm walking away from that win wiping my brow going, Oh, that was close. Uh, and then... uh Raiders, Broncos, the Broncos come out on top. Oh, Raiders, this isn't this. We thought the Raiders were just going to fucking just going to be charging through, you know, fucking everything that moves, raping and pillaging the NFL. And Who knew that Carr was the second coming of Tony Romo? I know, right? Oh, I so had that one. Yes, I'm right there with you. Every time that fucker gets on the field, he broke his back. He broke his bone. They call him Mr. Glass. Crabtree injured as well. E.J. Manuel making an appearance in this game. Dude, even... Amari Cooper can't catch a fucking thing. Nothing. Even Beast Mode didn't do a goddamn thing. I mean, it's just like, dude, what the fuck? What, What are you guys doing? This was supposed to be the season. You're supposed to make a Super Bowl run. The fuck are you guys doing? Send off out of Oakland the right way. Remember? You were going to give him one before he took off? No? All right. 
Dude, nine attempts for 12 yards for a 1.2, or uh, I don't know his average, but still, dude, 12 yards. And let's just <clears throat> let's just be honest here. All right, yeah, he's had his beast mode moments, you know, running over people, but he ain't ran over someone and then fucking just ran into the end zone, turned around, grabbed his crotch, and flipped into the end zone. His best game was his first game against Tennessee. 76 yards. Since then, it's been just a steady decline. 45, 18, 12. It was a 40-degree day. They were saying that they were trying to do the opposite with him, to ease him back into it. They gave him 18 carries on the first week, 12 on the second, 6 against Washington, 9 against Denver. They're doing the opposite with Lynch or what they said they were going to do. If they were going to ease him back into the game, they gave him 9. You know what I'm saying. They gave him you know, the 9 attempts the first game. Go from there. I mean, I'm just, I almost almost feel bad for Oakland fans. Sorry, Mikey B. Yeah, I know. he's He doesn't want to talk about it right now. He's over here. I was <laughs> hassling him earlier about what's up with your team. Uh, and then uh, Sunday night football, and it was, it was our butt fuck of the week, rape of the week, whatever you want to call it. Got throttled. Yeah, this the the Colts. I mean, they need Andrew Luck, and they need him bad. Andrew Luck, shit. They they need more than Andrew Luck, my friend. Andrew Luck is not going to help them to stop Seattle scoring forty six fucking points. Oh my goodness! Outscored by the Texans at fifty seven, but forty six. Come on, man. Eddie Lacy returns from the dead in this game. Been like a healthy scratch for the first four weeks. He has a healthy scratch. That's all he does is scratch his nuts, big fat fuck. Yeah. He's the fat back. That's what I call him. Oh, the fat backs then play. And then uh, Monday Night Football, the Chiefs stay perfect. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Train keeps rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like that. Give a fuck. That's what he looks like in that big ass red shirt. <laughs> I do. What the fuck? I, Referring to cousins. Referring to cousins. Oh. No, okay. My bad. Like <laughs> no, we're just talking about Andy Reid looking like the Kool Aid Man. All right. With that all being said, guys, I've got to fucking know who the hell is Kareem Hunt? He's that guy, dude. He's the he best. He is that guy. He's man. the best running back He's- in the NFL this year. He's, He's the, the sleeper. Best in the NFL for many moons, my friend. He's the best fantasy player to own this year. Uh, it's not one. even about that. It's just watching that man run. I get, I get itches of Barry. He, you know who he is, motherfucker Earl. He's the guy you've tried to trade for like two or three separate times. I've been told fuck off every time. He's not for sale. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'll give you Gronk for him. The fuck no. This ain't well, a drinking right. contest. What the fuck's Gronk going to do for me? <laughs> yeah. That's all right, Chris. How's uh, Carr doing? You want Wentz? Uh, Wentz. <laughs> you, no, you dropped him. He's on the waiver wire. Dude, I got like six claims in this week. Me too. Get off of Deshaun Jackson. I had him. As soon as I saw it, I had him. Uh, I guess it's it's going to come Deshaun down to wire over. Hey, I don't want him. I got two people in mine, and neither of them are him. But anyway... So, yeah, that was this week. Yeehaw. Buckle up, baby. There's only what? There's one undefeated team left. It's the Chiefs, right? 
Well, it all matter of opinion, but okay. According to the standings that the yeah, National Football team. League uses, one team. Yes, one. there's only one undefeated team. That's the Chiefs. Uh, who hasn't won? Uh, Cleveland. You have not Chargers. won. The Chargers, you have not won. The Giants, you have not won. The 49ers, you have not won. Three of wow. those names not used to being in the basement. It's football. I'm going to quote uh, Chris over here. It's football. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, well, if it's all fake, why are you participating in the conversation anyway? It's not fake, I'm telling you. The Listen National Fake Football League at another F? The National Fake League? No, I don't think it's fake. I just think that the refs are helping it along. To Once again, it's football. You're talking about football. You're talking about Kareem Hunt. You're talking about what the hell, Giants. You're not talking about kneeling and CTE and PED and crime. You're not doing all that. You're talking about football now. Look, I, I out of all those teams you mentioned, the, I, Eli, dude, he plays in New York. He plays for the Giants. He's won two Super Bowls. He took down Goliath to win one of those Super Bowls. It, it, New York's a pressure cooker as is for anybody who plays for any of those sports teams. I mean, how much longer is this, did, did they let him go? I mean, if they keep losing with him, at what point do they say, okay, all right, take a seat? Right, but Richard, and I am not a huge, I'm not a fan, not even close to, I'm not even a fu at this point of Eli Manning, but I've explained that. And it's not him, unfortunately. I wish it was him, but it's not him. That line has got to go. But that's what I'm getting at. If they're planning on trying to keep him for a couple more seasons and not put him out to pasture, how long do you fucking keep playing him on, on a, on a, in a lost cause of a season, knowing that that line is porous as fuck, and at any point he can get blindsided and it's good night, career over with? Yeah, that's Be not like, going to happen. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, was it 0-6 before they set him down? No, that's, that's unfortunately what I was talking Not that he won't get blindsided. They are not going to set him down. But at the same time, they have to figure it out. <laughs> That's the problem. Their line is a massive issue. Every single person for the last or team for the last four weeks has throttled the Giants because of that line. Was, I thought it was a flashback to his first game in 2004 against the Jets when he got crushed on the blind side. Like he he was taking hits like he's a fucking rookie out there. I mean, and he's not. That's what that's. I I just I, I don't know. I mean, I understand. No athlete wants to who's healthy and is capable of going out there and playing wants to be benched. But if you're the Giants and he's you're still counting on him to be your guy for another two three seasons, and it just this punishment it just it, it get if let's say it gets worse that he's taken due to that line. How many games are you shaving off his career? To save his fucking ego. I, I'm with you. But I, I don't think it would be the head coach or Eli's, you know, doing of him sitting down or playing. Because according to the head coach, you know, Eli is not performing well. Uh, he called him out. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was after the Lions game. I think it was after the third week he called Eli out and said it was bad. 
uh, communication with the quarterback and everything else. But, uh, no, I, I totally agree with of, you. Isn't that kind of, I mean, let's just be honest for a second. Isn't that kind of the safe call out to do? Uh, absolutely because not. He, anybody who's anybody that watched that game that knows anything about football could watch that game and go, fuck, he's running, he's running for his life. You know, I, I, I speculate that he looked at, you know, it looks kind of suspicious that he falls down and he's not touched. But at the same time, he's like, I'm not getting hurt over this. Get me a fucking line. Look, they're coming. I'm, I'm down. I'm just down. Fuck it. All right. Oh. Well, I want to do these picks. Let's do them. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, hold on. Let me bring up the schedule. I'm going with the team from Michigan. That's my pick. Yeah, I see what you did there. But, yeah, I guess we will start with the college game this week. Uh, yeah, to the big house, Ann Arbor. Spartan. You can't. You can't. Come on. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We set what's, up the game, and then we'll get to the what, fucking... What's the standings? Yeah, it was... Uh, all right. Do those first. Just gonna yeah. set up the game, and then do the standings. Uh-huh. All right, whatever. Right. I guess I can't. I guess I can't have any drama. All right. So, uh, coming in third, the five forty-two percent on the year so far, thirty-nine and thirty-three. Rich, uh, five sixty-nine, forty-one and thirty-one. Myself, dropping under seven hundred, but still in the lead at six ninety-four at fifty twenty-two. It is the Ice Man. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Anybody who's listening to this podcast knows that I am happy as fuck that it's week four and I'm at the top of this list. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, where you, that's where you came in last year. So Even with the what the fucking's week on three and uh, scratching head on four, week four, I'm still there. I'm good. Break your wrist jerking yourself up. All I, right. Yeah. And the other one's patting my back, so. Gotcha. So, uh, what order are we doing this in? My man, until it changes, I am not changing this order. Gotcha. All right. You guys talk your stuff, and then I'll tell them who wins. This college game in Ann Arbor this weekend. Going two teams from Michigan. Come on. Come on, Sparty. I'm picking the one that wears green. No, you can't go green and white. You don't bleed like that. Yeah. Whatever. Michigan State. Rich, it's your oh. turn. Oh, this is a this is a faith pick for me, and like to me, the rest of the season hinges on this pick. I, I'm I'm going U of M, but I think it's a very losable game, and I think if they lose it, it's 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 not going to be pretty from here on out. I because. <laughs> I, I don't. They're not beating Ohio State. Not not unless something miraculous happens between now and the last game of the season. I don't think they're beating Wisconsin, and Penn State has a real good chance of getting neck deep in their ass. So, I mean, that's I'm giving them three losses right there, and my maybe was was Michigan State. And I don't know, man. Michigan State might just be pissed enough and angry enough to go. You know what? Let's let's fuck their season up. 
Because I... Dude. <laughs> One touchdown and 12 trips to the red, red zone. I understand they have a different quarterback in there. One spate went down, but... <laughs> Come on, dude. That is abysmal. And this is from a coach who's supposedly the quarterback, quarterback whisperer. So, <sighs> yep. I just on pure faith and homerism, I'm picking Michigan. Uh, I, I don't see this as a close game. Uh, Hope you're right. Even. Even if Sparty wanted to, even if they wanted to make it a close game, they don't have the personnel. Uh, they need lightning to strike twice, and uh, Lewerk needs to go somewhere. Uh, that guy, whew. I, I don't know who showed up last week. I, was, I, I know you were supposed to. You were scheduled, but somebody forgot to tell you that it was, you know, the game started. I don't know what happened. But I can tell you, Sparty doesn't have the... They are running on pure heart, and that's great. And I applaud their effort, but they aren't going even to come close. I'm going to have issues with Michigan, like you said, Rich. Uh, I th but I think Ohio is beatable. Uh, Ohio State, I think. The Ohio State, I think, uh, is definitely beatable. Penn State, issue. Big, big, big issue. But this week, nah. You got a mobile quarterback, an accurate quarterback. Uh, you know, Spade needs to just sit there and take a note of five and watch. They're in the big house. Uh -uh. Sorry, Sparty. Just pick Michigan. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm picking. All big right. M. Uh, Thursday night football. The Pats heading to Raymond James to play. Rich's Buccaneers. Oh. Uh, I mean, New England's got some problems in the secondary department. And famous James can throw the ball. And they're at home. But the GOAT doesn't lose two in a row. Give me the Pats. Yeah. Uh, this will be interesting. <laughs> No, I got I got to go with the Pats. I mean, I, I until Brady proves to me that his decline has started and he starts losing back-to-back -back games. Because I don't even think I don't even think not being at home factors into this team. I think the Patriots are that good still. Doesn't matter. It's an away game. It does not matter. They're going to go in there and they're going to own the place. And Watch, there'll probably be a good amount of fucking Pats jerseys in the fan in the stands. Let's just drive down. Uh, what is it? Ninety-five. Yeah, from yeah. Boston? Roughly, roughly. Yeah, you got, you got, you got. Once you get to Florida, you got to jump on another little highway. But yeah. <clears throat> um. On top of that, uh, the one thing I don't like hearing coming out of uh, Tampa is. Deshaun Jackson bitching about the lack of productivity for the offense. I, you're too new. You're a veteran. 
you have you've earned your respect, but you're too new of a guy in the locker room to be fucking spouting off. And that's a young team. And I think that's going to be a problem. If he's going to be if he's going to be that guy, that's the guy they didn't want him to be when they picked him up. So, yeah, I'm the Pats and probably the Bucks on a way to a wonderful eight and eight season. Yay! Hey, everyone who's worried about New England, I'll tell you the offense is fine. In the last two games, the offense has scored sixty six points. The problem is, in the last two games, the defense has let in 66 points. So that's the problem. Well, I mean, the Patriots are ranked 30th against the pass. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 all there is to it. And Winston's going to be passing. Yeah, Muscle Hamster's coming back. I think he's number one in the depth chart. But I don't think he's going to make much of a fucking difference. Hey, isn't he still suspended? No, his suspension's over. Okay. For, for using Adderall. Fucking idiot. I, I have issues. This First of all, it's fucking Thursday game. Meh. I, I'm what the fucking's on those games. But here's my issues. The Patriots are 2-2. Two and two. Now, whether it's my 10-suit theory or whatever, this would be the last week it would be done. And the Bucks are very similar to Cam Newton and, and the Panthers. Very similar. The similar defense, similar offense. I, I have many, many, many recordings on this show of praise to B&B. But um, I, I, I don't look at him as Deshaun Jackson... As that guy, Rich, I, Terrell Owens, that guy. You know, I I think he was being inspirational. I think he was grabbing the reins and showing you know famous Jameis how to lead that team. You have to get an ass sometimes and chew it off if it needs to be. Because then the truth be told, he's correct with with you know Winston. Mike Evans, him, and, and and now you know the muscle hamster, itching to run. I mean, and you do have a decent line; it's solid. It you know, there's some things you could do, but other than that, dude, come on. You you got the recipe for success. It's time to put up. So this week, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I, I think Tom Brady is going to try too hard to get it to Gronk and get it to his receivers, and I, I think he's going to be behind, be behind in the fourth quarter, and it's just not going to be enough. All right. Sunday, one o'clock games. The bye weeks start this week. Uh, Buffalo at Cincinnati. Uh. Buffalo's been getting it done. Uh, Red Rocket shown back up in Cincinnati, but I mean they got AJ Green. Uh, I mean Buffalo's defense ain't fucking around, so I guess give me Buffalo. Yeah, I don't. I, Bengals are giving me nothing to have faith in. Buffalo's 
been doing it. So until they stop doing it, fuck it. Gotta go with the team that's actually walking the walk. Or, or walking the talk. Give me Buffalo. Yeah, it, you know, Andy Dalton kind of rebounded and everything, but he just doesn't have weapons. He's got AJ Green. And then he's got, um. Well, he has AJ Green. So, you know, and you're right. Buffalo has righted their ship, got past the fucking, you know, Ryan era. Uh, I don't know. Prove me wrong, Bills. I'm going to pick Buff. Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. But this ain't it, so. All right, next game, the Jets at the Browns. Holy shit, guess who's getting picked for the first time this year to win a game? <laughs> Give me the Jets. All right, technical difficulties. We're back. Uh, we didn't lose much. Rich picked the Jets. Iceman picked Cleveland. He's fucking daredevil this week. Some of his no, it's just, I'm telling you, it's with my tinfoil suit theory. This would be the last week. And if the Browns are going to win a game, it's going to be against somebody like the frickin' Jets. You know, you got Deshaun Kaiser. He's coming around. It's a Deshaun world now. Watson, Kaiser, everybody. You get a Deshaun, you get a Deshaun. Everybody gets a Deshaun. All right. Next up, Homer. Here you go. The Carolina Panthers coming into Ford Field to take on the Detroit Lions. Bring it, you patriot-beating motherfuckers. Dude, they just beat the Pats. I'm taking Carolina. Mm, no, I like I said, no faith in that in Cam Newton. Uh, I'm not so sure that the Panthers won that game as much as the Patriots lost that game. So, Lions are at home. That's the deciding factor for me. Give me the Lions. Well, for me, it's what you said, Chris. The pa- the Patriots is uh, okay. Their offense is amazing. Their problem is the defense. Well. Hello, best defense, Detroit Lions. So come get some all-you-can-eat, Panthers, because you're about to get sacked. You're going to meet another defense in Detroit with a defensive line that can hurt you, and they might, so, you know, guard your shoulder, watch your head, because we're coming. However, they are backed up by some hellified linebackers, uh, the corners are, are on point, and you know we got Quinn as our safety. Our defense is stacked, racked, and ready to you know pack. So sorry about that. It's quite a long story, but very well told. Yeah, my lines, baby. Nice man, home of the five-minute pick. Well, right. whatever you know, <laughs> the, the the Lions would eat a Panther any day of the week. This motherfucker was sitting at the Sunday. If he was sitting at the bottom of the pick pile, he'd be real quick with his picks. <laughs> no, it, it, that gives you inspiration. You, you when you beat me in, in the picks, you guys can select it and put me up top, and I'll just say whoever I want. I won't All even right. give a detailed description. The first of two toilet bowls on the schedule this week: the San Francisco 49ers heading to Lucas Oil to play the Colts. Uh. You know what? I think the Niners get their first win this week. They got more weapons than the Colts. Give me the Niners. Damn, man. Why you got to say exactly what I was going to (laughs) say? 
Why you play that dumb song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me the Niners. Yeah, I, I can't even talk for a minute. Give me the Niners. Uh, it, you guys were, like I said, you were talking about they need luck back in a bad way. They need a lot more than luck. Uh, luck isn't going to help them at all. <laughs> them motherfuckers need Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> in a hurry. In a fucking hurry. All right. Uh, next game, uh, the Titans uh, with either Mariota or what was it, Matt Castle? It was one of those he's still playing moments. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought Mariota was out. Uh, I, I was reading things today that it, it's it's not so bad that his hamstring industry indis- his hamstring injury is kind of like uh, Demarco Murray's, like something he might be able to play through, or maybe he is out. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the Titans at the Dolphins. Uh, 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 give me the home team, I guess. Give me the Dolphins. Uh, give me the Titans. I, I think that Jay Cutler standing there after the ball was hiked in that Wildcat formation is the perfect like metaphor for a Jay Cutler led team. He just don't give a fuck. So. Yeah, I can't, I, I, this is, this is definitely a shit show. I, 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 Dolphins is home, but, ugh, Titans got throttled by a rookie. So it's not even about their offense. Where the fuck was the Titan defense? 57 points? Shut up, kid. Okay. All right. I'm going to pick the Titans because Jake Cutler is not going to throw four touchdowns and run one in. Titans. All right. Uh, The next toilet bowl. The Los Angeles Chargers. The New York Giants. Oh, someone's getting a win. Someone's leaving this game with a win. I know who it is. Watch that shit end in a tie. Yeah, no, right. Uh, uh, is Odell healthy? As as he can be, I guess. Uh, then I I mean I like Rivers to Keenan Allen more than Eli to banged up Odell. Uh, give me the bolts. Uh, do I have to pick? Yes. <laughs> but, but I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't wanna. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Yeah, they're old, whatever. But man, that is that offensive line in New York is just historically bad <laughs> I mean it is our, our local uh, giant slappy has nothing good to say about it so you know it's bad then so yeah give me the chargers 
Uh, Absolutely, the Chargers. Um, I know they're at home, and I know they're winless, and I know they're starving for a win. Uh, Odell Beckham is fighting through multiple injuries, so he might be, might not be, but it doesn't freaking matter because Eli can't stand up long enough to throw him the ball. Any ball that Eli is going to throw is a 50-50 ball, and I, I just don't see the Chargers letting that go. You got Bosa on that line? Nah. That's that's a Chargers moment to get their win. If they don't, there's there's problem in there's problem in uh, L.A. Uh, next up, the Cardinals at the Eagles. I give you give me the Eagles. Cardinals. Uh, David Johnson was their offense. John Brown's played like maybe one of oh, four games. Uh yeah. <laughs> Give me the Eagles. Fly Eagles fly. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh still gonna ride that uh bandwagon till they give me a reason to hop off it. So give me the Eagles. Uh Carson Wentz not so good in fantasy, but in real life, motherfucker could play. Uh, he's living up to you know why they drafted him. Uh, he he is, if anything else, he is definitely the leader of the team, and uh, the Eagles are proud of that. Uh, they got their Donovan McNabb back, if you will, and uh, I, I like it. I do. I absolutely do. Give me the yeah. Give me the Eagles. You're insane. He's a top ten quarterback. All right, next uh, the. Who's the top 10 quarterback? Wentz. In fantasy. I said that. No. Yeah, he is. Jacksonville. I got him on my team. At Pittsburgh. Uh, Come on. I mean, there's more weapons on Pittsburgh. You got AB. You got LB. You got Jesse James. One day Vance McDonald's going to catch a touchdown. You got Martavis Bryant. You got Leonard Fournette and Alan Hearns on Jacksonville. Mercedes Lewis sometimes. Marquise Lee. Give me me the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers, but I'm going to say this. Apparently there's some dissension among the ranks in the clubhouse. Big time. Big time. Big Ben apparently had something to say about... One of his wide receivers acting a fool, um, but I just I, I I think even the Steelers if they if they are having clubhouse issues are just a better team than the Jaguars. Yeah, you know Brown throwing a water cooler all over the sideline and getting all bent. Well. Big Ben's been around a minute, you know. Is the sun setting? Possibly, probably. But uh, e- even with the sun setting, the Jaguars have come up, and they should be proud of what they've done and where they're at. But uh, Leonard hasn't met the Steelers' defense yet, and and this is going to be a hard introduction. So yeah, give me the Steelers. All right. The- Baltimore Ravens heading to Oakland. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Give me the Ravens. 
I mean, Joe Flacco's at least the first string guy. Yeah, what is the prognosis on Carr? Oh, uh, he's done. He's got a fractured back. Two to six weeks. So, yeah. So, <laughs> 2017, the Oakland Raiders lost season. Yeah. Um, yeah, give me the Ravens. Unfortunately, it's not that cut and dry, guys. It really isn't. Uh this is this is one of those you you might want to make sure you see it. It's not a must watch, but you might want to see it. I challenge uh, you, and make sure your people's there too. <laughs> you got a great Ravens defense. You got a solid Oakland defense. the The receivers are still there for Oakland. They got a hell of a running back. He just needs to get his legs about him. Oh. Uh, this is actually quite hard. Uh, I'm going with the Raiders. Starts off the pick with, this isn't so cut and dry. Goes to explain it is cut and dry. Then ends with, this is hard. Give me the Raiders. That's yep. some more, well, that's, that's, that's beyond, it's like Neo Orwellian doublespeak. Congratulations, bud. <laughs> Hey, man, I told you. I'm out there right now. I'm out there. All right, next up, uh, the uh, ooh, division game. Seattle taking their plane down to ooh. LAX. Ooh. Taking on the LA Rams. Uh, well, uh, as much as I believe in that Seattle defense, uh, Right now, Russell Wilson's weapon is Russell Wilson. Give me the Rams. They're banged up as fuck in Seattle. I don't know, man. I I I think this is I think this is where the Rams' defense has been. As much as I've been singing their praises, they've been uh, slowly showing. Cracks in the armor, and I think that you're gonna you're gonna see Seattle thoroughly put a crack in that fucking armor this week. So let me see, Hawks. I'm selling, guys. I'm on the Rams. Uh, no more Jeff Fisher. Jeff Goff can throw. He can he can you know put drives together. Uh, Seattle is banged up. And uh, the Legion of Boom has issues because now they're saying the Legion of Whom? Who the fuck's over there? Where are you guys at? They showed it uh, obviously against the Colts because the Colts are, well, the Colts. But nah, I, I, I like it. I like the Rams in this one. They need to start justifying the record. All right. Pack heading to the Jerry Dome, playing the Cowboys. Last year's uh, when this the NFC Championship game last year. Um, no, it wasn't. Never mind. No, it was the first yeah. round. Yeah. Uh, give me Dallas. More weapons, more healthy weapons than the Pack. Yeah, definitely. 
Packers, we talked about earlier, beat the fuck up. Uh, barely clinging to that, of course, we're going to win NFC North entitlement issue that they have. So, I think, I think they're going to get a whole big mouthful of America's team, whether they want it or not. Ten inches of America's team. Now that's consent. <laughs> the Cowboys are the greatest team in the National Football League. They are going to chew them up, spit them out. They are going to pound them into the ground. They are going to make their children's children hurt. He was He's going to... The Dallas Cowboys are going to want him dead. He wants their families dead. He wants their friends dead. Everybody they know dead. I want to eat his heart. I want to eat his children. All praise to Allah. Sorry, you sound like Mike Tyson when he went off on his rant about Lennox Lewis. (laughs) All right. All right, next up. Cowboys are going to fuck him until they love him. (laughs) Next up, butt fuck of the week watch on this because I don't know how much I'm buying the home team with the Chiefs heading into Houston taking on the Texans give me the Chiefs man they're a juggernaut right now yeah the the, uh, oh yeah Express gonna keep rolling oh she's asleep I could pick against the Chiefs right (laughs) Uh, there's know, issues. I'm, I'm glad she can sleep with that Freightliner you have idling in the yeah, back. Yeah, all right. Hey, you're I got air. You're full grown. You know what you remind me of now? You remind me of that, that Key and Peel sketch. sketch hey, right? I got air. I said, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let, let me seriously analyze this for you. The Chiefs have issues. they got a great offensive weapon in Kareem Hunt. Uh, that's here nor there. Uh, the only undefeated team in the league has issues, Rich. Listen up. Yes. Peters. Okay. It's their corner. He is getting burnt on everything thrown his way. He's getting burnt because Barry, their safety, is out. Barry's played long enough with Peters to know that Peters needs help cover. And he would always drift to his side, and they would always make sure that the pass was not complete. Barry is now sitting. Peters is all alone, and he's getting burnt. Is this about you burying a Peter? I'm going to go with the Texans. This is their first loss. If I was you, Chris, I would not play Hunt. Because the Texans have a defensive line. Whatever, I'm playing you. Fuck off. I know, dude. (laughs) The Texans have a defensive line that will not allow him to run. What kind of half-assed fag attempt is this at some fucking psychological warfare before a fucking fantasy football game? Shut up. You not. my pick. Wow. Wow. Just wow. Desha- Deshaun putting up 57 on his first complete game. I'm, I'm a fan. Five touchdown game. All right, Chiefs. Is See if they're for real. Choo-choo, motherfucker. The Houston train is rolling. For, for the Iceman. Uh, Monday Night Football. NFC oh, God. North Divisional Battle. The Vikings at the Bears. Uh, oh, the Delvin Cook's gone. Yikes. I mean, they got Thalen. 
They got uh, Diggs. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's first game would be uh, Give me the Vikings. This is another one I don't want to pick. <laughs> can I just... Fucking you? Are you serious right now? Push? Is it, can we just say that? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to uh, take a puzzle Christ. game when you're done. Oh. I don't know, man. I, it's, Bears are at home. Bears bringing out that fucking... That quarterback that, that everybody's been waiting for. I just got a feeling. Give me the Bears. Yeah, no, not even, not even a little bit. I can't get there. I, I hate the fact that I have to pick one of them, but if I have to pick one of them, give me the Vikings. All right, because I truly don't give a shit. One of them's going to take a loss. That's good for me. Picks are in. Ladies and gentlemen, for week five, it's all fake anyways, so it doesn't matter, right, Iceman? Oh, yeah, it's all going to be planned out. It's going to be close games, and just remember, folks, it's football. Don't worry about the man behind the corners, you know, taking a knee. Look at the football. Look what happens. Yeah, well, like I said, I'll be there supporting the, I'll I'll be sitting there arranging deck tears on the Titanic every Sunday for 12 hours, loving every second of it. Fake or not, you know, people still go to the WWE shows, right? Hey, you know, it's not fake. You've been listening. You've been downloading. You've been sharing. You've been following us at Sporgy Podcast on Twitter. You can uh, drop us an email, Sporgy, at ChristopherMedia.net. We're on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, I find it funny that all three of us are sitting... All, all that shit has been talked. We're all sitting here with the same record here at the, this point in the fantasy football season. I, You know, I'm honestly, I got one win. I'm happy. Against me? <laughs> I mean, I look at this one. I got I one win against Rich. Hurricane, Come on. Hurricane Irma's win? I, I, look at, I look at it this way. Uh you know, is what, 12 games in the regular season for fantasy football? 13. 13, okay. We're roughly a, a third of the way through the season, give or take a game. Uh, yeah, I'd lose this week. I might as well just fire sale it and just see if I can fucking just tank the season and be the worst person in fucking the league. Because it's just... Dude, missing those first three rounds of the draft, I just realized something. Like this week, yeah, they drafted me some good wide receivers, but who the fuck for the first three rounds is going to pick two wide receivers in a, in a tight end? Auto draft on ESPN. That's who. No, no fucking running back in that group. Really? None. Couldn't pick one. And then the first two wide receivers they auto draft had the same bye week. My two best players. Well, the, well, the thank you. Thank you, ESPN. Well, the problem is, too, is the scoring I selected is standard scoring, and I thought I selected PPR. That's my bad. We'll remedy that next year. My problem, I don't know what the fuck PPR or all that shit means. Points, I just... It means points per reception. It means every time they catch the ball, you not only get the points that uh, they, they get for the yardage, but they get a point for catching it. So if they catch a pass for 10 yards, instead of in our league, you get point ten. 
you, you get point one points, you get one point one in a PPR league. So, and it, put it this way: in our league oh. to win, you got to score ninety. In the PPR league that I'm in with uh, my buddies, you got to score uh, one twenty or one thirty to win. It ups the game, son. Changes the game. Well, all I know is, in uh, from here on out, I'm just going to assume I'm losing every game. Uh, so when you're playing me, go ahead and just take a pen and put a W right by my fucking team's name and enjoy the wins, everybody. I'm going to stomp a mud hole in Ice Man's ass this week. I'll tell you that. Bring it on, bad boy. All your people are hurt. Bring it. Oh, God. Oh, God, are they hurt. Or on bye. So that's a fun, that's a fun part of this week, too. Right. And uh, for the people that are still listening... Four hours later, <laughs> it's. I'm still looking for somebody who's placing bets on my picks because if I guarantee a pick, I'll be on a plane to Las Vegas tomorrow. If I guarantee a PayPal pick, PayPal me money. I, I I will guarantee your money. Oh, you're looking however, for however. Oh, you're looking for an angel investor. However, if you've won, this ain't rounders. Just throw us some money. Chris will tell you how. Yeah, hit the donate button at ChristopherMedia.net. You know, or you you know. Now well, yeah, we're we're consenting adults. Figure it out. But, I'm second, second year, second year in a row. I can uh, pick some shit. God, he can't win two years in a row, Rich. He can't. Uh oh. If I win this year, you motherfuckers are getting together and buying me a trophy. Uh, and damn. if I win the, if I win the picks and the fucking fantasy league, uh, y'all are in trouble. You win the fantasy league. Big Rob from the Weezman. He's a sleeper. He Dude, picked, seriously. He picked Brady first. Hit the, gets the first pick in the draft, picks Brady first, like makes it look like he doesn't know what he's doing, and he's three and one. So, yeah, that's how that goes. So, I guess we'll just thank everybody for listening, and we'll see you next week. All right, later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.